0: This is really cool.
1: Can you hear your voice?
0: Yeah, I can hear you on the right. Can you hear me on the... Oh, I'm loud. Coming in hot.
1: So if I'm like too loud, you can turn down your... I think we're both pretty... We're pretty damn loud.
0: You can turn it down a bit. How's that? That's great. It's a little bit better? Yeah, let's get into it. You want to get into it? Well, let's pour a drink first. Have you hit the play button yet or are you just recording this? I'm still getting levels. Okay. No rush, no rush. Got all night, all evening, all day. When's your bedtime again? 3 a.m.? Yeah, 3 a.m. Usually okay. I get into bed at about 2.30, get into fall asleep by about 5, and then I'm up at 7. Oh, that's pretty
1: good. Yeah. Must uh, be a very productive person. Unless, of course, you're really, like, tired after that. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. I usually spend the rest of the day in bed.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So basically you're... You you only sleep two hours a night, but you're in bed
0: like eighteen hours a night. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm effectively bed bound.
1: Bed bound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you want to have a drink? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Are you All recording? You, you hit the play button yet, or are you just playing with the? Would levels? that change like how you
1: talk? Uh, yeah. Is it making you more conscious uh, if we're recording or not? I think so. How about we just instead of recording this, we just sit here and talk without recording it, but with the microphones and the headphones on. Uh huh. How let's about do that? that? Yeah, let's get into That it. might be more fun. Yeah. Cuz then you can say dumb shit and it won't matter. Right. Which we're probably going to do anyway, so
0: well, I guess it's the whole point of this, isn't it?
1: Well, isn't that what a podcast is? Just dumb talking
0: shit? Yeah. Or no, I don't know. neck? Uh yeah. Well, you got you got options. You got hand soap. Hand soap. Uh just a long neck, thanks. Can we drink over there? We can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that what these are for? I guess so. Yeah, you're right. It's that's for that. Um
2: hmm.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can we please have a minute of silence
0: for setting the mood? Do yeah, you want to introduce the show? You're going to do that afterwards. Do you think I should introduce the show? Oh, yeah, because people aren't going to know what this is about.
1: Okay, so this is the Andrew Lake podcast. Oh, great. I'm here Hi, with Andrew.
0: Chris. Yes. We've got ourselves a long neck. Yeah, it's a nice Sunday, beautiful Sunday. It's a I'm, beautiful place to relax here. I'm, yeah, feeling quite. Uh, uh, queasy earlier in the day And Came over And we went out for lunch He's Andrew uh, If you didn't know That's alright Shit You're gonna bleep that out I can bleep it
1: out uh-huh. I mean if you say yeah, Well let's just set it out from the start If you're listening to this uh-huh. And my friend calls me Right well, You right. call me what you want I'll
0: call you Andrew Because that's the Andrew Lake podcast We're on the Andrew Lake podcast Sure but Who cares We'll confuse people They'll be saying Who's I thought this is Andrew. They'll think it's just a sub that you got. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's an alter ego.
1: Yeah. Did you watch any of the chess? No, I didn't. Championship? No, I didn't. Caruana
0: versus Magnus Carlsen. I've, I heard about it. I was talking to someone about it last night. They, yeah. My uh, my they, friend they is into chess They drew 12 as
1: well. games. Yeah. 12 games in a row they drew. And some of those games were like the exact same... Moves for the first like twenty moves or something, because mm. they all go by theories and the strategies. The best yeah. responses puts them into these ruts, mm-hmm. and then there was all this controversy around like the the twelfth game. It was like not going to be a draw, but Magnus Carlson offered a draw because he knew he was better at the blitz was, which was the like the tiebreaker. You go into a blitz or something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so everyone was just like, "Oh, you should have pushed on and won." So Instead of bit, going for a draw, he's a bit quicker on his feet, is he, Magnus? Yeah, yeah. Because I think Caruana is like he gives him some real good run for his money. Yeah, but when it comes to blitz, Magnus Carlson is definitely better than Caruana. Right. Did you see that video of Magnus Carlson doing a touch no. move? Yeah, and he like t- it's in a blitz game. He touch touches it twice, mm-hmm. like he doesn't do the clock. Yeah. But then he's like, he tries and shushes. He's like, he's, he tells he tells his opponent to be
0: quiet. Right. Like, don't to, say anything. Don't say is anything. That to put him off, or
1: yeah, or like, and then the guy's like it's called psychological
0: that was, warfare. Is that allowed yeah. or? Oh yeah, that's all. That's big on chess.
1: Yeah, like. But then the guy won the game because mm. it was touch move, so that's a violation. So right. Magnus Carlson had to give up the game. Right, he blew it. Yeah. Imagine that you beat the world's best chess player mm-hmm. once in your life.
0: That's like your lifetime story, right? That's your. Claim to fame. Oh, you know, people have lived rich and rich and colorful lives without facing the grandmaster chessman. True, but if you did, you'd want to be able to say, like, oh, I really beat him. Yeah,
1: but you know, yeah, I'd want a rematch, unless, of course, I didn't think I could really beat him.
2: Mm. There's
1: also this um, Indian kid, right? Praga Nan something like that. I can't pronounce his name, but he recently became grandmaster. And he was the second youngest grandmaster of all time. He was mm. all, he was almost the youngest. So he's a he's thirteen, thirteen. He's thirteen years old. He's a grandmaster already. And he's a gra- he's a grandmaster. And yeah. he was playing games. He's played games against former world number ones, mm-hmm. and he's had a draw with them. Right at thirteen.
0: Mm. So we're like. Wow man, watch
1: out for this guy.
0: Yeah, looking forward to seeing what he what he's got lined up in the future. I hope he has a good coach, a good support team. Well, that's the thing like when he plays the number ones, then they end up
1: giving him tips and stuff and he talks, he's always talking. It's sort of like this cute little skit where you watch the game mm. and then afterwards you see him asking questions. Okay. And everyone's sort of taking this liking to him because he's got this underdog vibe.
0: Well, yeah, I guess at 13
1: Pretty young age. Magnus Carlsen didn't become Grandmaster till he was like 14 or 15, I think. Hmm. He was like the fifth youngest. So by that that measure, he would actually be ahead of Carlsen. Right, if you're looking at numbers. If you're looking at numbers, yeah. But chess gets complicated because you've got your ranking system. Yeah. And then there's certain tournaments, like to be world number one title, there's certain tournaments you have to do. Mm-hmm. But this kid is beating people who are outranked on him. So it's sort of hard to tell. And it also depends on how many tournaments you play. So it's pretty complicated. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's all different divisions as well, like Blitz and Classical. and Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool stuff. So you've been watching the championships? You been watching the full games or just the highlights? Oh, no, I just watch the playthroughs.
1: I ain't got time for watching the... Classical games go for like two hours or something.
0: Yeah. I think my friend was saying he watched every game. One wow. One a day. Ten days. Yeah.
1: He'd probably get really good at chess in that week. You should mm. play him. You should play him. I will. Before he watches them all. you already And then has. like a week after.
0: Does he beat you? Uh, We're probably on par. On par. Well, that's like you and me. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, we're probably equal level. I reckon I'm a little bit better than you. You're a bit you. better. You've got a bit more kind of a theory behind you.
1: Yeah, I think I think theoretically I'm probably better but like psychologically I'm not as good because I right. like that last game we played, yeah. I I got really confident and ended up like like my emotions got me.
0: And that's right. that's how I reckon yeah. you won. Yeah.
1: But you've beaten me before. You flamed out other
0: ways yeah in a blaze of glory well not glory yeah.
1: we'll have to play again
0: yeah we should do a live recording of the a chess live recording. yeah and then like and post it and say this, is, this is how we talk
1: but you don't talk during chess you can yeah we could do our own commentaries like oh this is what I'm thinking E5, E6 mm-hmm. if I take on E7 he'll take on E4
0: right I think people would be really interested in that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Two amateurs
0: playing. Two
1: amateurs saying, well, well, would we have to say like the moves out loud as well? Like E4, E6.
0: No, we get someone else to do that. Wouldn't
1: all be on the E file. We get, get, I just like saying E4. E4? Yeah. Cause that's like the open. That's like the standard open.
2: It's
1: mm. so E4 or E5, I think. But I can't, Listen to someone say those numbers and letters, right. and picture it in my head. Like I'm not that good. Right. Whereas you know these number one guys can. They know where every. Yeah, they is. just they just see the numbers. Yeah. Or they hear someone say the numbers and they can picture
0: it. Yeah. And they can probably just follow a game like it's on the radio. Like, yeah. If they listen to it just the audio of it. They can. Yeah. Yeah. Visualize the the game as it unfolds. Yeah, and they can remember games. Remember from like, which pieces have gone. A hundred years ago. Right, Bobby Fischer.
1: Bobby Fischer played this move in nineteen thirty against wow. Caruana, which then ended up in a draw. So I should play this move, you know that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, well, it is, you know, a, a big sport basically. I heard that the average chess grandmaster, chessman, in one of these championships, burns as many calories as a as a cyclist. Oh yeah, that was on one of those Spas Spasolsky lectures. Sapolsky.
1: Sapolsky. Robert Sapolsky. Robert Sapolsky. Yeah. Is that where you heard that? Yeah, yeah. So we're listening to the same lectures. Yeah. <laughs> so the mental yeah. So the mental burning of calories. Yeah. Is as much as is... like
0: a marathon. Well, I don't know about a marathon, but Maybe not, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the brain's definitely running at a higher 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 output than say Me or you. Definitely me at the moment. We're just sitting here. Yeah. We're just chilling. You feeling all right, man? You look a bit dazed. Mm, Yeah, I had a big night last night. Oh, yeah? Went to club. Anything good? Uh, I tried to get some ladies. It didn't work. Oh, yeah? I'm a bit of a hopeless case. Don't tell that to to yourself. I know, I know. Do you
1: want to talk about that on here? If you want to. We can talk
0: about whatever you want, man. Oh, yeah, I'm totally chill. Well... Yeah. We can talk about that or So shout out to the ladies. Yeah, there's a lot of ladies out there. I
1: don't think ladies really listen to this though. It's more of a boys podcast.
0: Oh yeah. Well, don't Yeah. Don't say that until you know. True, unless you know cuz there could be some ladies out there listening. Yeah.
1: Please comment my, and subscribe. My stats so only break. Lady. Please comment.
0: Yeah. Okay, let us know if you're listening to this these well, words. Why don't
1: we talk about why don't we just talk a little bit further to see if mm. you know like what what sort of things we're interested in. One of, one of the really good things I like about you oh. is that the all the cool stuff that I like right like the cultured shit that I'm into yeah is basically me just copying you. Like you've just fed me my culture. Oh. Like for example those Jean-Luc Godard mm-hmm. films. Those are great films,
0: yeah. And the Jodorowsky films. Mm. How do you pronounce Alexander Jodorowsky? Well, I think people pronounce it differently because it's it's a Russian name, but he lived in Chile. So you could pronounce it with a Spanish inflection or you could pronounce it like a Russian or Polish or wherever he's originally from. So some people call it Alejandro Horoski, which is the Spanish way to say it. But the Russian way to say it would be, I don't know. I don't know what exactly. But, um, yeah, he's a very influential and decorated filmmaker.
1: When did you first see Holy Mountain? Uh, Probably probably
0: 2009, I'd say. Is that his most famous one, do you reckon? Oh, no. El Topo would be more famous, I'd say. El Topo. Hmm just a just a guess and then the other one was Fando and Liz yeah and um
1: Santa Sangre Santa Sangre was later yeah and then there's another one yeah the f- poetry endless one. poetry endless poetry yeah that was a beautiful film incredible i i watched the holy mountain probably around the same time you did yeah and i loved it cuz it was just so weird and the stunts Oh man, the stunts and the dialogue and mm. the themes—it just completely blew me away. I had no idea what was going on, mm. but I loved it because it was weird. Yeah, like it was it so far, it was so far out of like there's no genre for this, there's no cultural reference, there's nothing. It's mm. completely just out of there. But then years later, mm. after I'd read about alchemy. And mm. Carl Jung mm-hmm. and depth psychology and mythological interpretations of stories or mm-hmm. of narratives, I went back to it and noticed all the references mm. and how, especially with the alchemy, so how you make gold out of shit. Yeah, you turn shit into gold, and all those machines that he shits into, mm-hmm. and he boils and he twists around and they turn mm-hmm. it turns white,
2: mm. and
1: then it turns black. That's actually the alchemy process. That's the actual steps which alchemy was meant to be mm-hmm. used right. by. And also there's the psychological implications of alchemy, which is not just turning shit into gold, but turning yourself psychologically, mm-hmm. which is shit, yeah. into gold as, which a, is as a person. What's gold? I guess an enlightened person. Right. Because he faces that master, right? When he goes up that tower, there's the the guard there. Mm-hmm. And the guard sort of just taps him on the head. I don't remember And that, but... beats him. Oh, okay. like And so that's the enlightened person. Mm. I mean, there's so many. That's just one scene. There's so many themes. Mm-hmm. There's so many different references that he goes through. Man, your YouTube channel is so good.
2: Yeah? <laughs> it's so
1: funny. Yeah, yeah. Which one did you watch? I I don't know. They keep... Because I subscribe, they keep coming up in my feed. Okay. And there's a couple of really funny ones. So, you've got... It's called Raw Nature. Yeah. Right? And it's like a m- music slash... Comedy. Comedy. What do you call those
0: little short ones? Are they like memes or are they like sketches? Oh, you could call them memes... I could just call them edited videos, <laughs> edits. They're just kind of funny ideas. They're they're hilarious, man. Yeah. Big Kev remix. Big Kev remix. A GABA remix. The what's that cooking guy's
1: name? Cooking Adventures oh, with Huey. Huey, yeah. Huey. <laughs>
0: he's a he's a he's a a source of inspiration. A constant source of inspiration. Um, Huey. And uh, also Vic Cherikov, another celebrity chef that we idolize, and we actually got to meet him last weekend <laughs> oh, in yeah? Sydney. How yeah. was he? He's great. He was telling us all about his new foods, his new ideas. He's a real entrepreneur. And uh, he's telling us he's working on this nasal spray for HSC students. And it's, it's basic. he was saying that it's basically the same as cocaine. Wow. And he said... And it, it's legal. It is addictive, he said. But I don't know what the legality is. But he's, yeah, his his new his new uh, business enterprise will be to uh, to basically drug high school students into acing the HSCs. So. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I wish I had that advantage. Yeah. So I all the best to all be the all the best to Vic um, if he's listening. Uh, so your band you.
1: is your band is called Staunch Nation. Well, right? Well, yeah, we're not really a band anymore. Oh, you're know, you're disbanded.
0: Yeah. Could, could it's like a hip hop satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, <laughs> man, you dropped your coaster. It's okay. Do you want it? No, no, no. You're not my using it. It on this like napkin, uh, tablecloth kind of thing. Man, there's this Staunch
1: Nation video clip. I think it's the one where you guys are on the boat. Yeah, my 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 dad's old boat. Yeah, but one of you one of you is wearing <laughs> the Sydney 2000 yeah. Olympics
0: yeah jacket austin yeah he, uh, and when i saw that red, i just I
1: burst out laughing
0: yeah he he managed to pick up a pick pick one up from ebay i think at a very reasonable price it was quite a find i think the original from the volunteers <laughs> the volunteers of the sydney 2000 yeah. olympics i remember that i was around for that you went to the Olympics. i went to some of that yeah in sydney in sydney Wow. A long time ago, man. Did you see uh, John Farnham, Olivia Newton, John sing?
1: I don't think I went to the opening ceremony. I oh. think I went to like the free... Well, if you get a chance events. to watch it
0: on YouTube, it's quite something.
1: Yeah. John Farnham opening ceremony, Sydney 2000 yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Man, Austin is so funny, man. He is. That must have been fucking hilarious. You had a funny shirt on too. It was like the... The Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just thought the whole...
0: Mm. The whole everything was so funny on that. It's a good boat. It's a good video. It's a good boat. My dad was present as well in the shooting and it's great. He got a got a chance to have a cameo in there. He had a shot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys... You guys got a couple of hundred followers. Were you on like Triple J or sure, something?
0: Sure, yeah. Well, no, not on Triple J. I think we we're a bit too edgy for Triple J. Uh, we got a couple of articles written about us and... We almost had a manager at one point, but she, I think she, yeah. Lost probably, interest. She lost interest in us. We didn't impress Pardon her me. sufficiently. She went to one of our shows and I don't know, maybe we weren't what she expected. I think she saw one, a couple of our videos and thought she could be able to so promote So she said yes before
1: and, she heard you.
0: Well, she floated the idea that she might manage us. And then she heard you and was like, oh dear. She saw us perform, and I guess we were a bit of a loose unit. Uh, you guys do get pretty loose. Yeah, but that's the fun of it. It is. Yeah, but those 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 days are long gone. Oh, uh, so nostalgic. Yeah, all we have is a memory album, a photo album, and a trunk full of memories. Good times. Yeah. Well, you've been in a few bands, Johnny. You you know what the touring life is like. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's crazy. It's
1: crazy. It can get crazy, man. Austin's like a hardcore jazz piano player as well. Back yeah, in he does day, everything. He did a jazz piano album, at least one.
0: Yeah, he does. Uh, he does everything. He's a composer. He's a. He's a he's a he's a sound producer, music producer. And Jack Palmer, he's the other he's guy in Staunch Nation. Yeah, Jack Palmer. He's also a
1: hardcore, like, jazz musician. guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm the only one who's not musically trained, so go figure. So you're probably the most talented rapper of well, the three of them. Some people think so.
1: Oh, baby. I'm going crazy.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Oh, don't have to be like that. Oh, okay.
0: You're going to cut it up anyway. This is how it works. I'm right? not going to cut this. You're going to keep all this? Yeah.
1: Just to embarrass you. Uh-huh. That's so mean. I wouldn't do that to you. No, yeah. And there's
0: nothing embarrassing about this anyway. No, I've just got my shirt off and talking well, to no you. can. no one can, no one can know room. that unless you say it. Oh, shit. Now I've said it. No, it's people... You look good, it.
1: man. Have you been working out? No, no. Your uh, percentage is
0: getting good. Thank you.
1: I think I think my percentage is pretty. You're
0: looking good too. You're yeah. looking pretty hot. Mate. Well,
1: I mean, the percentage is good, but the mass is not good. This is my problem. Mm. That's what I was saying to my friend the other week.
0: He he works out a lot, does he?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got great mass. You've got a much more solid. What? You're much more solid than me. Solid. You know? Yeah. I
0: don't know. You're pretty solid looking.
1: Do you lift weights at all? No. Or you just ride your. I don't do anything anymore. What you mean at all? No, yeah, <laughs> that's not true. You've you're working on your PhD a little bit here and there.
0: Here and there, put a yeah. couple of hours in a week. A couple of hours a week.
1: Yeah. I always ask you what it's on, and yeah. I always it doesn't get it matter. wrong. It's
0: not important. It's
1: scientific. I like to ask. I mean, you're you're the really only real scientist that I know, so I like to. Yeah, ask you those pestery questions sure. about I'm plants. I'm happy to answer
0: any questions that I feel I'm um, competent in answering. I wouldn't want to s- comment on anything that I don't know about; that would be unprofessional. But if I know, <laughs> doesn't that
1: stricken everything that I've said? Like, if I took that attitude, I I couldn't talk about anything.
0: We could talk about some things, like podcasting and that sort of thing. <laughs>
1: That's a bit meta. Hmm
0: um so it's phd is uh it's a slog and it's a journey what is it
1: biology or plants
0: plant plant or is it chemistry plants microbiology no plant molecular plant biology man that is so nerdy
1: i have no idea what that is
0: yeah well me neither yeah some days i feel like i don't know either what what it's all about you mean the universe or your phd the uh, universe and the phd is that too deep are we not even
1: well i'm already halfway through this long neck and you're not even well i had a big that's night why my last pace night is, yeah my pace is different
0: we a, on the same i pace? had a big night i had vodkas and beers and i tried to find some <laughs> ladies and i was not successful in that venture yeah but i didn't feel bad about it i just well don't home. talk to me
1: about that i'm the worst guy to ask about that
0: right why
1: why do we have to bring that up? Well, do you want to make this about girl shit well, it's already?
0: On my, it's something that's on my mind and I thought this was is this is a, a, a forum in which matchmaking podcast, bring up any issue that's on game my mind. podcast. Yeah, no, that's true. No, I did say that. I did I'm say I'm not asking that. for advice necessarily. I'm just, yeah, I'm, yeah, just okay, talking okay. about what's going on in my life at the moment.
1: Okay, well, that's fair enough. I mean, we sort of I mean, we had so many conversations. Yeah, over the years. Like we've talked about, we've talked about everything. Pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. So nothing's really. We go way back. We go way. We go way back. And I think you sort of, I mean, one of your ideas was this dynamic of like advice and self help, you know, like motivational speaker shit. Right. And I'm sort of like, "Uh, I don't know if I can really. Do that with, Uh you know, like a one-on-one person or or with anyone. With anyone. Like a Uh one-on-one. Like I can give general shit Mm -hmm. and I can say, well, this is sort of a general thing that someone could try if they want. Right. Might work, might not.
0: Like in terms of girls or anything. Or anything. Girl, Girl shit as well. Right. But
1: one of your ideas that you had the other day was like, you know, we come on the podcast and say, you know, question and answer with advice.
0: Yeah. Because you're a,
1: you're a, you're, a, you're a, um, don't say that. No, I won't. Okay. Thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then again, like if this, if we turn this into like a self.
0: Well, you don't have to call it self-help. I think self-help has connotations that I don't really want to be associated with. It's well, just... neither do I. Who right. does? Yeah.
1: It's. I was going to say marriage counseling. Okay.
0: Is that even worse than self-help? Hmm. I guess in this case, no one's married, so... Bromance counseling. Okay, yeah, that's getting closer.
1: Bromance self-help counseling. Self-counseling.
0: Okay, that sounds better.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I'm trying to avoid is like one of us saying, here's the advice to the other. But if we say that we're both critiquing each other Mm -hmm. or giving advice to each other and it's an even playing field, then it's a bit more like a
0: conversation. Right.
1: Is that too meta? Are we talking about what we're talking about know. right now?
0: I don't know. I just zoned out. Well, come on, man. Okay. This is your conversation. Yeah. It's your time to shine. Uh, I should just get it all out. Just let it all out. Uh, man. Out in the open, let my dirty laundry hang. Well, you don't have to do that. Why would you do that? Um, I don't know. It might feel good. Feels good.
1: Feels liberating. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's sort of what my other podca- a lot of my other podcasts are like.
0: Right, do you have a girl podcast? A podcast about girls specifically?
1: No, not really.
0: No, I mean I've got some sex
1: ones, sex ones. Yeah, but that's not really relationships. That's more about sexual feelings and sexual intelligence. So that, sexual that's a intelligence. Yeah, that's a different thing to a wow. relationship. What
0: sexual intelligence? I've never heard those two words together. Well, I guess I just made it up. Right, what does it mean? It means- because
1: that's what I do with basically every everything. Is I just put the word intelligence after it, right? And that creates a line of development. Okay, you can you can basically just Dude, do that. With do it, you know chair intelligence, hmm. backyard intelligence, travel intelligence, right? Language intelligence. You know how fun is that? That's mm. so good. Like, how good does that sound? Brain intelligence. Brain and mind intelligence. Yeah, nice. That's a good one.
0: Yep. But... Well, s- go what, on. So, what's sexual intelligence? What is sexual
1: intelligence? Well, it's how you relate to and psychology-wise relate to, mm-hmm. both in terms of the feeling and the psychology, your sexual drive, your libido. Right. So, it's pretty... It can get pretty complicated. It can get pretty personal. Yeah. But then again, I'm no expert. Like, who am I to... I can only really spit sort of half-baked things that I've learned about. Like, um, for example, there's this concept called Brahman Charya. Is that Indian? Yeah, it's this Indian process, which is semen retention.
0: Oh, uh, edging. Is that edging? Uh, no, edging is where you... You don't ejaculate. You just yeah, yeah. It's it's you just no. jack it until your dick falls off. Yeah,
1: but you don't. You don't finish. You don't
0: ejaculate. Yeah,
1: that's edging.
0: But retention I think I think
1: retention is you don't even stimulate it. Yeah, right. So it's
0: basically it's your, you're basically fully you dry. like
1: you completely celibate. You're a dry. Like, boy. Totally celibate. You're dry. But apparently these these monks. Mm -hmm. These celibate monks, these Indian yogis, do this technique of Brahmancharya. Yeah. And they do it for like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And that allows them to step into these meditative states quite easily. Okay. And it somehow builds up. So, it's always done in conjunction with meditation. Right. Which I don't really know that much about. So, I don't know if I should really elicit Mm -hmm. any advice or descriptions but i should try that i mean that's my sort of part, half-baked understanding of brahman i don't even know how to pronounce so that
0: relates to sexual intelligence it's sexually intelligent to yeah like to that kind of... would be
1: one one way of answering this question how do you deal with your libido
0: you just don't respond to it you don't entertain it yeah okay And so it just diverts that energy, develops into some other, finds another outlet. So in this case, mind expansion. So the semen gets builds up and gets turned into brain matter. Is that how it works?
1: I don't know. That Uh sounds more like the biology of it.
0: Yeah, I don't really know. That's probably what happens.
1: I don't really know the difference between like biology and energy.
0: Biology and energy, like physics and biology. Yeah. Well, I guess there's not, I guess they're on the same continuum. Yeah. What did they say? Um, biology is applied chemistry and chemistry is applied physics and physics is applied mathematics, right? It's the, the Yeah, so they point. all, they it's, all, it's, all it's, flow it's, on to each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then psychology is applied biology and then I guess art is applied psychology.
1: Yeah. I can see that. Maybe,
0: maybe you know, who knows.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're onto something. And they all have a closer relation depending where they sit in that picture. Mm-hmm. Like art is closer to psychology than physics. Yeah. But, yeah. but you still need physics for art.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But do you need art for physics? No, you don't. Well maybe you do.
1: No, because look at it historically. Yeah. Because there there was there was physics before art came along.
0: Really? Like what? Like the universe. Well because art
1: art is a human a human but I, invention. Well, I guess it depends on what definition you want to put for art.
2: Mm. If it'll help
0: you. I don't want to make myself sick again. If you knew how much I threw up last night you probably wouldn't, if, wouldn't. Eat, you would probably wouldn't even be drinking. Really? Yeah.
1: It was that bad, or mm. that
0: good? Yeah.
1: I haven't drunk in so long. Probably was last time I was with you is when I drank. Right. In fact, I think I only drink when I'm with you.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Well,
1: what an honour. What a
0: bad influence. Huh. Yeah, I've been slowing down on the drinking because I've been having really bad sleep. Actually. Yeah. Um, is
1: this one of those things you want
0: to talk about? Yeah, yeah. This is what the show's for, right? Sleep intelligence? Sleep intelligence, <laughs> yeah. I'm basically a sleep retard at the moment. Don't say that about yourself. Don't make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's right. I think you're the second person to bring up self-fulfilling prophecies. Uh, in the last day or so, I was talking to my friend Kai. I was having airing my grievances about girls and th- Uh, He said exactly that, that I shouldn't be down on myself because it'll turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. He said those words. Those very words. Shout out to Kai Kai, for listening. Can you
1: send this to him?
0: So might have to timestamp this one one, point. My homeboy, Kai. So he only has to listen to this one bit. Yeah, just a shout out. Shout out to Kai. Shout out to Kai, the number one Scotsman in Australia. What do you think
1: about this this internet culture where there's all these... YouTube stars who film themselves going up to girls and like hitting on them
0: I don't know about that. I don't think I've seen any of those videos so I can't comment really but it sounds like a bit of a dumb idea I don't know they like,
1: basically they have no they do not care about the girl at all like it's the most of it's it, the most yeah. raunchy over the top right like overtly aggressive pickup. Yeah. And they just do it with the, the it's the same line, it's the same pick-up line with every girl.
0: Well, I'm saying, well, they're just ruining it for the rest of us. You know, that's why girls are probably so reserved and it takes so long to to break the ice is because they they've got these cockheads walking around. Uh, and then of course they've also got
1: this thing where they go up to the girl and they do this do what but then? Well, they say the pickup line, right. or whatever it is.
0: What's a pickup line? But Example. then they,
1: but then they have to turn around and say, "Oh, we were filming," and then it's sort of like, "Oh, so that's why you were being such a
0: weirdo." Yeah. So it's sort of
1: like a, it's sort of like a cover story, like, "Oh, we're doing a social experiment." Right. We're doing a.
0: Yeah, it's so piss weak. So that if it goes wrong, then they've got an excuse for why. It's like, if the girl gets really upset or whatever, then they say, "Oh." This is just a social experiment. Yeah. They can't even own up to it. Anyway. So you've been watching some of those videos? Pick up any pointers? What's a good example of a catchphrase? No, about? no, I can't I can't really get into those. I mean
1: most of the stuff I listen to on the int- internet is like lectures. Right. Like Sapolsky and university lectures. I you can't mm. I can't pay attention to the popular Actually I have I have seen this one guy, PewDiePie. Have you seen this guy PewDiePie?
0: Oh, yeah. He's like the, the number one YouTube. But he's a Nazi, isn't he? Or... <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's he a say, comedian. He said the N-word on one of his his Twitch streams.
1: <laughs> he's like a he's like a superstar comedian because of his YouTube channel. Yeah. But there's this whole thing about how now India mm. has people coming online mm. and their population is growing in terms of internet access so mm-hmm. much that there's this Indian record label mm-hmm. that's going to overtake him for the one number one spot. I think it's called like T-Series or something. But there's this whole hype around who's the number one YouTube guy and they send each other like these cheesy beef riffs. Right. And they're always trying to like say, we're number one, no, we're number one. Yeah, YouTube celebrities are just weird, just can't get into it. That's about as far as I go with popular culture though. Most, yeah. of my, most of the stuff I like is really weird. Stay weird. Yeah. Stick with Yodorovsky. Yeah. Jodorowsky.
0: Yeah, this is actually quite relaxing, just sitting down on a lazy boy and talking through this microphone. Yeah, it's hearing nice. Hearing my own voice in my left ear and your voice in my right ear. Do you like that, do you? Yeah. You
1: can, like... Jeez, don't burp in the microphone, man. No, to come you out. can like do this. Some people do this. Oh, yeah. So they take off one ear. Headphone.
0: Into it. This is nice. I'm getting kind of a brain fuzziness. Brain fuzziness. Maybe this is what ASMR is.
1: What's ASMR?
0: A- uh, AMSR or ASMR? Is is that, it? It's just those sounds that people listen to that get them into a state of relaxation. It can be like like really...
1: dub tones.
0: Yeah, or like crinkling sounds or like someone eating food or like making. Really? You like that sound? Some people like it and that's and that's what they need to listen to to get it to, to, to relax, to unwind and maybe fall asleep as well. Or sounds of the rain. Rain sound is a good one. Rain yeah. sound. But it's all like a, a sexy girl's voice. Yeah. Saying things like, saying sweet nothings. Sweet. Yeah, uh, in another language or something. So you just like the right. So yeah. you you let your imagination take you away, and she could you know yeah make it make it whatever you want,
2: hmm.
0: make it as dirty as you want. What? Why do you have to make it like that? Well, it's your choice. You do what you want. You only live once. Yep. Something like that. Did they say that? Is that a saying? It's a saying. Yeah. You only live once. YOLO. Have oh, you heard that? No, YOLO. I've never heard that. You've never heard YOLO, no.
1: What about FOMO? No. Do you know what FOMO is? This is my friend again saying, uh, uh, telling me these things. He's a younger, he's a bit younger, so it's like fear of missing out, right? Is FOMO, and YOLO is you only live once. Ah. Uh, so you say you say those before you do something dumb, basically.
0: Right. It's your excuse for anything. Nice. I guess we all need excuses some from time to time. Gee, that's a bit grim. Are you okay, man? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm just shoot. I'm just chewing fat. What do you want to talk about now? I don't know. Do you want to take an intermission? Yeah. Okay. We'll be. We'll return. Here's a word from our sponsor at the Andrew on the Andrew Lake Podcast. We don't have sponsors, man. And now we don't have viewers. Our sponsor. Who do you think we could sponsor? That could sponsor us or that we could sponsor? That could sponsor us.
1: Um, What sort of brands? What sort of products?
0: I don't know. Some big brand. Nike.
1: Nike? Nike. I was thinking more like a mattress or something.
0: Or health insurance. Health insurance. Life insurance. Life insurance. Funeral insurance. Funeral insurance. That'd be pretty cool. You only live once. You only live once. Funeral insurance. hmm Yolo funeral services. Yolo funeral services. That could be a good idea. I
1: haven't even shared like the stories on this podcast of how I almost died yet. Do I know about this? You might have heard
0: this have story. Have you told me how you why you almost died? Is this one you almost a train ran you over? Jeez, man, you just gave it away. Oh, sh. Well, I'm sure the story's rich and full of details. That- That's one of the times, yeah. Uh, You came close to dying another time? Yeah. There's two times that really stick out. How close are we talking? The the train was one.
1: Well, it's always hard to tell how close you actually were because in your mind, it's easy to say, wow, that was really close. Yeah. And to dramatize it because I think the mind naturally wants to make things that are fearful more fearful, to make them more repellent. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, yeah. And these a lot of these situations so were a long... Yeah, and they were a long time ago, so the memories get distorted. Right. And it's really hard to tell. Do you have a fear of trains now?
0: You're a... Not
1: really, no. I'm more careful, though. Hmm. That was a long time ago. It's all, Oh, that was a long time ago! That was back in the past. Back in the day. Back in the day. The other one was when I, nah. What? Nah. What? 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 Nah, it's all right. We're not drunk enough for this. What? We were going to take an intermission and then we just kept going. Do you realize
0: that? Uh, Sure, yeah. We could, t- you hit the pause button now. Or well, we could keep going as well. It well, how do you feel? Are you, are you sort of getting into the flow? Yeah, I'm getting into the flow. But we, we could t- let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Well, Ladies and gentlemen,
1: go. we'll be back after these announcements. There's a famous dating book by Neil Strauss. He became really <clears throat> famous for this book about how to pick up girls. And his and he released like a couple of books. And everyone started, like all these guys started reading it to learn how to pick up girls at bars. Yeah. And then his most recent book was this pick up guys. No, no, it was actually a sexaholic story. A recovery. A recovery story. And he actually went to rehab for, for sex addiction. Oh. Yeah. And he sort of like tried to disown all this stuff that he'd already put out there about how bad it is. So he, he I, I haven't read the pickup. He did books. a one eighty.
0: Yeah. I only read the one about the one eighty. So he's now teaching guys how to not pick up. Something like how that. How to go yeah. to bars and not pick up.
1: Yeah, or how to be more mature about how you're relating to your relationships. Right. Is that a dating app you've got there?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've downloaded a a dating app. It's for the first time. It's called Bumble. Bumble. Uh, How does it go? I don't know. I'm just figuring it out at the moment. It's something that I haven't done before. I guess I had my reservations before, but... Considering considering my level of desperation at the current moment. Oh come on, man! Don't be like that. Why? It's the, what's wrong with with being desperate? True, I guess it's sort of frowned upon to be desperate. Yeah, I don't know why. It really shouldn't be. Yeah, there's the need that's not being met, and I'm um, taking measures to to address that. Hmm. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I mean, I don't I have low expectations. I mean, I can't
1: really say anything to that.
0: Right. Like, You've never tried, you never tried the dating apps? I think, apps no,
1: I tried, Yeah, I tried Tinder for a little bit. Did, though, it, did you it have very, dates or did nah, you? No, nah, no, I didn't. Yeah. Just fizzled out? It's all based on this whole image thing. So I think I'm at a bit of a disadvantage. Why? Just because, I don't know. I don't know if I come across well in photos. I think
0: you do. That's why I've stuck to audio right that's why I you, think the sound of my voice is better than so you you're podcasting your way into pod- a relationship yeah <laughs> well, I don't know
1: ah. I think this work this podcast probably works against me when it comes to that
0: right why I'm more likely Isn't to. the podcaster the new um sort of football player of the twenty first century is it I don't know yeah podcaster what you talk is about up there really. with um you know all the sexy professions of the past, like firefighting, being a doctor chopping wood right with your shirt off Pod- podcasting's where it's at from what I hear you reckon
1: yeah oh that's
0: cool then all the I'm glad you, you said know that. like you know forget about Mick Jagger blah 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 the real players now are podcasters
1: but that's if you have like people actually listening to it
0: nah no, nah, not even hmm so are you a
1: real scientist or what or are I- you just like enrolled in a PhD to pretend
0: well um yeah, and no, I guess like now what, do you, what I, do you have to what do you have to do to
1: actually say you're a real scientist? You have well, to do experiments, right? Experiments?
0: And I guess you, you need, do plenty of those. I do plenty of those. In the lab. I've with been your known coat. to do experiments. Some of them more successful than others. Uh so i have got a paper coming out that's being published in a in a in an online journal called Frontiers in Plant Science. So by some people's estimation, I I could call myself a scientist now because I've actually contributed something to the scientific community. So
1: that's a real scientific paper. Yeah. So that's like hypothesis. Right. Then testing or experimentation. Uh And then data or results. Right. And then presenting the results. Yeah. And then there's also a peer review process.
0: And went through the peer review and had to take some things out. There were some things that the reviewers weren't happy about. So is that your professor or your teacher? No, the reviewers are anonymous during the process. In this particular journal, it varies from journal to journals. In some cases, you'd never find out who your reviewers were. Uh, But in this case, we know who the reviewers are. But we didn't know through the review process, and that's to prevent...
1: So, like the double-blind process.
0: Well, not really. It's or lack of. It's just so that you, because it could be a personal friend. It could be a personal friend of yours, and you might be inclined to send them an email uh, instead of going through the right channel, which is to let the be for the review process to be unbiased, which is critical. What was Mm. this paper on? It's about my field of research, which is uh, looking at nitrogen fixation in legumes, which are a type of plant and uh
1: wow that's like way over my head so, right and I'm okay all, so we've yeah. got this plant
0: okay, yeah and it's called what well the plant group i'm looking at are legumes it's a huge group of plants legumes 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 Legumes. legumes. well you can pronounce it however you want so what do
1: they look like
0: well, I'll give you some examples that I'm sure you're familiar with. You got your chickpeas, you got your beans, you got your soybeans, you got your broad beans, you got all the bees you got Hot all beans. the beans, the peas and the lentils. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, cool. So there it's are, a big group so of it's plants. A, it's a group agriculturally very important. They're fodder crop, of course, they make staple crops for societies around the world. Some societies are highly reliant on legumes and part of the reason why is because they're so nutritious. And the reason why they're so nutritious is because of this specific special ability that they have an adaptive trait that they've evolved some 60 million years ago with soil bacteria that allows them to fix atmospheric nitrogen into a bioavailable form. Uh, ammonia, which the plant is able to take up most other, all the other plants require the nitrogen to be already present in the soil. Okay, but so you've
1: got to slow down a bit. My brain is, like, okay. not scientific. That's all right. You're completely frying my brain right now. Oh, yeah. so We'll take it nitrous... slow. We can take it slow. Okay, so tell me, what is nitrous oxide asphyxiation? Nitrous oxide, well, that's the happy gas. That's
0: the gas they give you at the dentist. So that gas has to be present for these beans to grow properly? Not nitrous oxide, just nitrogen gas, N2, which is set, makes up 70% of the atmosphere. That's something you must have learnt about in high school, I imagine. A mm, long time ago. 20%, 21% oxygen, uh, 70%, 70 something percent uh, nitrogen, and then a bunch of other gases.
1: So, this paper is on how these plants dioxide. are not getting enough nitrous oxide or, or they're getting too much. Or is it not, not
0: nitrous oxide. It's a different chemical. I'm talking oh. about ni- nitrogen gas.
1: Oh, nitrogen. So I'm mixing up nitrogen and nitrous oxide. Yeah. So what's the so nit so what's nitrogen molecule? So nitrogen is the normal stuff that goes with like the percent
0: Yeah, it's what's in the atmosphere. And two. Two nitrogen atoms bonded nitrogen. together, triple bonded. One well, nitrous oxide is, is not my strong. Two power. nitrogens, one oxygen, I believe. So nitrogen is a element which
1: pairs together into a with particle and a molecule a molecule right. where does particle come in
0: well particle is just a general term for uh you could say so i guess in the context of chemistry we talk, talk about or quantum physics subatomic particles which is the the building blocks of the atom so a particle is below elements or atom yeah.
1: Isn't an element an atom though? No,
0: well an element is a type of atom. A type of atom. This is way out of my field. Mm, it's okay.
1: Which is I guess why you're good at it's good that you're explaining it to me. Hmm. <coughs> so this scientific paper in a yeah. nutshell, yeah. With all that explained, what is the hypothesis and what were the results? Well,
0: uh well i don't know how how deep i should go into it i don't know how much you want to talk about this it might require a lot of background information that might take a while for me to organize into a coherent and understand easy to follow uh way but basically i've looked at a a broad variety of legume species and found a conserved response uh, a conserved hormonal response in legumes capable of this symbiotic relationship with the bacteria and this particular this conserved response has something to do with a hormone cytokine like like humans plants also have hormones a hormone is basically just a signaling molecule it's a a signal that your body produces and is in balance with other other signals to 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 maintain homeostasis um so does that mean there's like feminine and masculine plants since some some plants have two sexes in separate plants but not all not all of them some of them have the same sex on the one flower in the one flower some of them have separate sexes on separate flowers and some of them have separate sexes of plants does that mean a flower can
1: rejuvenate just on itself yeah if it has to self
0: self self fertilizing yeah fertilizing
1: quite a lot of Whoa. plants are
0: self-fertilizing wow yeah they don't need a partner so when a bee comes Wouldn't that along be fun, to... huh? not needing a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> you're all you're a self sustaining <laughs> we well, were talking about brum and cherry just before man yeah
1: so there are monks out there that do it
0: well they're not really fertilizing themselves
1: well depends on what you mean? Of course, not biologically, but yeah. maybe philosophically or phenomenologically, right?
0: In terms of that's a bit of a stretch, wouldn't you say? It's a, that they breed, they're reproducing themselves metaphysically.
1: I don't know. I guess I don't really know what terms I'm using and what they mean. So okay. it's a bit fluffy when we enter in that territory. Yeah, it's very easy to get fluffy when you enter into those sort of terms, especially when you don't know what you're talking about, like me. But come come back to this question of when you see a flower being pollinated by a bee or a bee is sort of taking the pollination away from it. The way I understand that is that it's needing to be pollinized with another something and spread in order to reproduce. Well, yeah. So would a flower that has bees around it be a single sex flower?
0: Not necessarily. But some some flowers are morphologically set up some species of plants have their flowers in such a way that they can't self-fertilize because there's advantages to having two sexes to having sexual reproduction as they say as opposed to asexual reproduction or maybe uh, i think that those i think it's all sexual selection but in some cases the auto fertilization being able to fertilize with yourself while it doesn't require pollinators while it's easier to do because you don't require another organism to be around um it reduces your genetic variability so if you have a sexual partner if you have that's why where bees come in because they share the pollen between plants so they, they so there's more variety there's more variety the of yeah that that's right plant. and that and that that imparts advantages evolutionary advantages but also disadvantages well yeah because you you require you're required to have a, a partner or a, a compatible um guess sexual partner would be one way to put it but yeah so there's advantages to both sides wow
2: hmm.
1: i think that's just like all that is just way over my head oh you're the scientist here oh thanks you're the scientist in the room well it's uh so do we how do we conclude your what's the summary in layman what? terms of this paper that you've just
0: uh, released let's see um basically, I discovered something that's not really new it's there's some novelty to it it's it's more of a con- confirming um, a mounting an existing mounting body of evidence with new information.
1: So you've added like a little step to yeah. the scientific yeah literature. A little step
0: you know I'm, I'm yeah. to yeah that's still cool like yeah it's, it's it's fun and we'll see where it leads. And that's the great thing about science is that it just builds on itself.
2: Hmm.
0: Is that part of your PhD that paper or is it sort of a side? Uh hmm some of it will can be incorporated within my phd thesis but most of it is previous work that i did last year in my honors Uh,
1: so what's your phd thesis in layman terms in the most broad general way that you can put it um is it all with that same plant group that you were talking about legumes oh it's all legumes yeah Looking and at, is it all hormones?
0: Yeah, and and the 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 kind of downstream gene expression. So I'm looking at this hormone cytokine. I'm looking at how does it affect the plant? What kind of genes are being upregulated by the presence of this hormone? Kind of trying to, and where in the root is it being active? So what does an experiment look like? I well, imagine you I have plants. multiple
1: generations.
0: No, no, no. Just I just grow a bunch of plants and then treat them to this hormone and then do some funky experiments to see what happens when you do that and comparing different species and the different way the hormone affects different species. Some legumes have lost the ability to nodulate, so they've lost a symbiotic relationship with these bacteria. The reasons for that are not quite like fully known. So I'll also be looking at how this hormone has changed, how the response in the roots in the non-nodulating legumes has changed and whether that might be a reason why they've lost the ability to form the symbiotic relationship. Does it have something to do with a, a, a different hormonal response? If that makes sense. I know this is all dense and it's, it's dense in my head as well. But um, Yeah. Do you find a,
1: like when you're talking to me, because you know I, you have to put it in layman terms for me. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a bridge between your knowledge and how you explain it to me that you're trying to cross?
0: Do you think, what what's the question? Do, am I crossing
1: a bridge? Yeah. Or you're like trying to put your knowledge into layman terms
0: and that's I guess difficult. It is always a challenge because you don't really know what information... Like if we,
1: if we were having this conversation with someone who was, you know, maybe say, we, maybe say like your university lecturer or someone, right, right, or yeah. someone who's doing a similar field of research, yeah. you could use a certain sure. set of terminology yeah, and it would be much easier yeah, for yeah, you to yeah, explain actually. that to them rather than to yeah, me. Yeah,
0: you take shortcuts and use your prior knowledge so you can... And you've got a shorthand. Huh? You've got it like a, a
1: terminology and a shorthand.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but, you know, uh, I guess at the point of a PhD that what you're doing is so specific that it, it, no matter who you're talking to, will require some degree of explanation, of like background explanation and science is so, so broad and massive. Uh, yeah. You'd be surprised at how like little scientists know about other scientists work, even in a you know, seemingly related field. Like even on my floor, people working with wheat, I've got no idea what they're doing. They've got no idea what I'm doing pretty much. Is that much of a difference between beans and wheat? Yeah. And how they behave?
1: Huge difference.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Hmm, plants are, um, they're, they're complex critters.
1: So these are all foods I noticed that. Is there a distinction between, or is there like a big emphasis on foods, for the purposes of feeding the world? Well, that ultimately, that's the application
0: is to increase productivity. That's the ultimate. That's the down to earth. Yeah, that's the ultimate desired outcome. But to get to that, you have to do a lot of, a lot of work that doesn't necessarily directly translate into into real-world applications. That's why it can be quite hard to write grants, to write convincing grants when you're applying for funds, when you're doing carrying out what we call fundamental research, which is what I'm doing, as opposed to applied research. Fundamental research is about uh, understanding more basic fundamental aspects of a particular system in order to then... Uh, shift towards applied research which has direct real world uh, applications are they the two main broad yeah you could break it up into two, two things like that yeah so it's a bit yeah my supervisor has to write a lot of grants and when we're carrying out so much fundamental research it can be quite hard to convince to convince the Research Council, the Australian Research Council, which provides the majority of the funds to carry out our research. Uh, so even within the, cash. the structure
1: of working at a university, mm. you have to have this jumping through hoops to get funds to yeah, do the research. Of course. Process
0: that's the for academics. That's a, a big part of of their of their life. It's just chasing money, chasing grants. And I don't... Yeah. Do you ever get a feeling of like that's not fair or injustice in the allocation of funds? It it has to be competitive because you don't want to be throwing money at anything. It's got to be pressure in order for people to do good work in order to keep getting money. So there's a bias. What is the bias towards then? Is it
1: the efficiency of research or is it the ultimate application of research say for example a scientist can come along hmm. and say i'm really good at finding out this information and right. if i follow this line of research i'm going to get great results mm-hmm. but the application might not be as practical mm-hmm. as something as say like the productivity of pod beans right whereas your process might be slower but you've got a more direct Application to the practical nature of the results.
0: Well, I think there's place for both. Both sides. You don't see
1: a bias in.
0: Well, maybe your there's a bias for applied. Well, between fields as well. Like I think ninety percent of funding goes to medical research. Because obviously, human health is a pri- is prioritized over yeah any yeah other, that makes sense the type of science which is understandable. Some one might argue the case that it's a slightly disproportionate emphasis on medical science, and that other fields maybe deserve a little bigger slice of the pie. Uh, but yeah, that's when we get onto this sort of political. Oh. End of the spectrum, don't we? Are you going to do a clever little segue now? Well, we can segue a little bit into politics. Okay. I don't know anything about politics. Well, I don't really know anything about it either. Well, you,
1: I only know what, sort of like my fringe culture and my exotic film taste is I only know mm. what you tell me. Right. <laughs> I didn't even know about Barnaby Joyce and all that saga until you told me. Yeah. Because I don't watch TV.
0: Well, it's probably a good thing. Oh, I don't know.
1: It's good to be involved and engaged. I don't know if that's really politics, though. Barnaby Joyce was more of a soap opera. Yeah. It's a Mate, bit of... you got your phone went off. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, is that against pod rules? Well, not really. There's no rules on this podcast. So uh, don't talk about what you don't like. Did
0: you get a match? Oh, I don't know. A match on Bumble? I'll check later. I'm, I've got low expectations. Uh, but uh, I'll, we'll, I'll, ne- I'll let you guys know... Uh, we can um, do a follow-up episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe with the uh, the lucky lady. Lucky. It'll be a three-way conversation. Three-way
1: conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, fingers crossed, guys. Pray for me that I find true love in the next while. It's been a lonely time. A lot of lonely souls out there. Aww. True yeah. love
1: is what you make it, Chris.
0: What do you mean? You can fall in love with any anyone slash anything. Yeah. It's just the, oh, love, love, love is a love state is of mind. Love is the eye
1: of the beholder. That's right. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Oh, nice. We can drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Here's Weird. to... Co- uh, Coopers. Drink.
1: Oh, come on, man. Sponsored. No free sponsoring. No uh, free branding. Now that you've said that... Uh, We're going to get sued. Coopers. No, they have to send us a check. A check in the mail. They have to send us a check for the impressions that we just gave them for free. Fucking bastards. We well, to don't sw- say that Are about Are You can't swear on the, you can't on prom- the air? No, Well, you can swear. Are you yes. gonna bleep it later? Well, maybe. We, hmm. Well, no. I usually don't bleep unless it's something funny or it's a location or something. But you can, So you
0: could f- <laughs> swear, oh, but don't say the that name of the beer. Bre-
1: bre- Cooper's Brewery is our bastards because we just gave them a shout out.
0: Because
1: um, you can't ask for a check. For their the advertising that we just get, we're giving them, Cause we and done, then say that they're shit. So we shot
0: ourselves in the foot now. Yeah,
1: basically we're just giving them
0: free advertising. I mean, basically
1: and, we could say that it's just shit beer and you shouldn't buy it. And then and then we'd both be equal. We'd be even. Right. Because they weren't going to send us a check. No. But we're talking about them giving them free advertising. So don't buy Coopers beers if you're listening to this.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, so, back to this. What were we talking about? We were talking about science. Science and then Girls. we decided to move... Oh, yeah. My phone went off. Books. And I screwed up the flow of We can of talk about books if you want. Books.
1: You lent me infinite
0: jest. I did. I, I couldn't haven't read get it. into it, man. Well, maybe give it another go. Maybe. It's so
1: big, though. It's a big book. It's a book. thousand pages.
0: Yeah. My friend's reading it and uh, she's... um. I don't think she's even halfway through, and it's been a year. I remember I bought it for her on Christmas. For Christmas, and she's taken over a year to get halfway through the damn book. Is she big on reading damn that? thing uh, she's Has she read other reader. things? She's read other things. She's highly literate. Yeah. Unlike me.
1: I don't know. I sort of... It is virtuosic. There's no doubt about it. It's incredible writing. To be able to think that that many voices, ideas, and worldviews can be in someone's head and they can be so beautifully expressed in writing oh. is staggering. There's no doubt about that. But the thing that gets me is this, the, the depth of it. There's amazing span, but not quite, oh, not quite the depth that I want like. It shouldn't be called infinite jest. It should be called infinite frustration. Right, I mean, I didn't read all of it, so who can I so who can I judge? You describe your experience reading it as frust- frustrating? Yeah, like a lot of the characters in there, they really have no idea what like there's a lot of frustration in the characters. And then there's this the other thing that's coloring my perception of David Foster Wallace is this freshman speech that he gives on YouTube. I haven't seen that. It's so nihilistic. It's terrible. Wait, didn't
0: he end up killing himself? Yeah.
1: Someone should have tapped him on the shoulder and said, Are "Mate, you all right? Is there someone? Is there something wrong with you? Yeah. You need to sit down and have a talk with someone. Yeah. And then he ended up killing himself. Yeah. And you sort of, with all that in mind, hear this speech and you go, "Wow." Just because it's a speech, it comes across as sort of sarcastic mm. and sort of a little bit optimistic, mm-hmm. but.
0: It's it's and you think the book is like is a pretty bad nihilistic. Well, I didn't read all of it, so I can't judge it. Right. But what you did read painted a pretty bleak picture or Yeah. Didn't really give you hope for the future or
1: I mean I don't read fiction much anyway, so Yeah. I'm not very good not a very good critic of fiction. A lot of what I read is psychology and mm. pretty pretty straight ahead non fiction. Mm. It's good to mix it up. Yeah, it's good to mix it up. I do mix it up every now and then. So
0: you were saying earlier that you're thinking about uh, uh, exploring the poetry, getting, getting. Yeah, the, I should
1: know more about poetry.
0: I well, should like more you, about. You shouldn't say use the word should. You yeah, don't, you, sh- you don't. You shouldn't say should. Oh yeah, here <laughs> we go.
1: No, that's all right. We we'll like to have a little bit of fun on the show. We like that.
0: We like that. You're playing
1: with words and <laughs> playing with the words. jokes. We can make jokes like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're a bit more awake now, man. I yeah, like it.
0: yeah. I was a bit, of, I was a bit spent earlier on. Now I think the food's digesting and <sighs> getting in the flow of it, enjoying this beer. Can you recommend me any say what no kind. name bre- No name beer. Uh-huh. Can you
1: recommend me any poetry?
0: Um, T. S. Eliot. I remember reading a few years ago. I got pretty into it. He's an essayist, though, isn't he? No. Well, um, he probably wrote some essays, like they probably all did. But he was predominantly a poet, I believe. English, yeah, twentieth century. Uh maybe American. I don't can't remember. twentieth uh, century. Yeah, political? No, or fluffy? Well, because now I like, we're putting I like, value judgments. Well, on. I like. Fl- well, no, not that really. Because fluffy. You can, well, that's just a word for emotional. Implies uh, lack of substance. Well, I didn't mean to do that. Like a marshmallow.
1: Well, really, I mean you can say the same thing about politics. That word. Politics. Is no substance.
0: All talk, no substance. All talk, no action. That's right. Okay, T.S. Eliot, who else we got? Some of the French are pretty good. Charles Baudelaire, but I guess you might not want to read a translated version. Po- that's the funny thing about poetry, poetry is, is it? it's kind of yeah. no real point to it. Doesn't it doesn't work, doesn't it? What does that say about language though? that's quite insightful? Well, I guess it's the rhythm and the sounds and the the way it sounds in your ears. I guess that's something that you can't translate. Do you speak french i do I do fluently I certainly do
2: what
1: any other languages? No, just I french.
0: should learn some other language might be good for my brain. I've having some brain issues lately. You're already bilingual though that's brain one step ahead of me um. Yeah. I know a bit of German. I can
1: say hello in German. And mm. Do you have a brother? Guten Morgen. Hast du eine Geschwister? Ich habe ein zwei Brüder.
0: That's all I know. Mm. Good job. Uh, what about you? Do you know any poets that you can recommend or you're a total newbie? I'm a total newbie, man. A noob. Poetry noob. Total
1: noob. Well, I was telling you before about these Osho lectures I was listening to, was where about, he ta- yeah. he explains... And discusses the significance of the poetry of Kabir, Mm. who is an Indian mystic and sage and poet. Well, he's a poet who deals with mystical and spiritual themes. Mm -hmm. And Osho uses his structures of thought and ideas and language Mm -hmm. to express the same ideas in a way that is more accessible to the white man or the Western man, Mm -hmm. the Western person.
0: Okay, that's considerate of him.
1: Yeah. But that's why I think I should really... You can't just listen to the summary of a poet. You really need to go at it and understand it for yourself directly. Mm. Whereas if you listen to a summary of a book, you might say, well, I sort of understand Mm -hmm. enough about the book to say I don't need to read the book. Mm -hmm. Whereas poetry is always personal. Mm -hmm. It's always right there. It's always an experience that you Mm -hmm. have to have for yourself. Sort of like music. Yeah. I think it's fair to put poetry and music in the same Well, they share
0: a lot of things in common, like rhythm,
1: sound. Sound, experience, emotion. Yeah.
0: Well, like lyrics, you could say is poetry.
2: Yeah. Non-rational thinking.
0: In the notation as well, who knows. So, poetry, any other... Things that you'd like to discover, any new, new things that are sparking your curiosity. So much, man. So much. The whole world. Everything, man. Everything. Everything. Not everything. It's too much. You can't explore everything. Well, come on, like you got to be well, selective. Well, no, I mean,
1: you know, you know me, like, right? We've been. Well recently I've been telling you about these experiences. Mm. So do you remember last last time or one of one of the other times when we were in the backyard and we were chilling out and I was sort of pointing out different areas in awareness. Mhm. And we were I was drawing attention to our conversation, the words we were saying. Mm-hmm. And then and then pointing out the different sounds and mm-hmm. trying to show the difference between your attention and the field of awareness. Yeah. Do you remember that conversation? Kind of. So that sort of was me trying to hint at these sort of personal experiences that I've been having right. more and more frequently recently. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think has led to that? Just a long, long um It's a long process, yeah, yeah. You've gone through over the and actually, last one couple of, the- of years, I guess, you've been on this journey.
2: Yeah, yeah, it has you
1: been a couple say, of years. Yeah. But one one point I wanted to clarify with you was when I was... One day, when I, it might have been the same conversation. It might have been a different conversation. But one thing you said was, you know, you're having these experiences, these peak experiences or whatever you want to call them. And you said something like, you're being more holistic these days. You're becoming more holistic. Mm-hmm. And I sort of think I should push back against that because... Recently, since really talking through my ideas and my thoughts and trying to put my words and ideas into more concrete words, I've actually realized I've been more fragmented. And I've actually got multiple really distinct, strong, isolated personalities. Mm. And I actually think maybe that I have a multiple personality disorder.
0: Would you get would you use the word disorder? Well, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if disorder is the right it might not be, because it implies word. a pathology or something negative it's straight off. Yeah, fact. yeah. It might be more complex than that, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I think I'm aware of how they relate to each other. And it's also interesting how different environments trigger different re- reactions to me. So it's perfectly possible that I'm having deeper and more frequent more frequent and more profound mystical experiences mm-hmm. through sensory perception. Yeah. But I've also got these pathological fragmented mm. personality
0: responses to different situations. Can you give us an example or is that too personal? Um or just not interesting. Yeah I don't I don't know if it's that interesting you just relate a, 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 an example from everyday life that you well, think I mean, is exemplary of what you're just saying is pathological. Well yeah I mean I interviewed Delm the other week. Delm. Yeah. Oh the so graffiti you know,
1: artist. So you know Delm the graffiti I do. artist. Yeah.
0: So yeah. so I interviewed I've him, him a couple of times yeah.
1: And I Nice guy. You reckon he's nice? He's alright. I mean I don't want to say too much about him because you know he might hear this. And I loved I, I really found it fascinating to interview him. Yeah. But that's an example of a of like really hard to wrap my head around convers like really mind-warping conversation. Why? Because I had this this really obvious character, this really clear set of personality traits mm. in this guy. Like and I could see I could see where he was coming from. I could understand where he was coming from. Right. And yet it was totally different to where I was. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know how how to put it into words. But but do you understand where I'm coming from when I say? Well, yeah, but I'm that not sure the
0: the listener will understand. Because, well, I don't know if I really want to. Exp,
1: I don't want to explain it. Okay. I don't want to explain it too obviously. Right. Well, I guess it would. Yeah. I mean, he might listen to this. So. Ah. Oh. So I don't know. Delm, thanks for doing the interview. If you're listening to this. Mm. And if you're if you are a person listening to this then but one question i have for you chris yeah this is a bit personal if if i can be a bit full of myself can i be full of myself for a second absolutely thank you man i mean i think i've taken up more of this conversation than you have but it's okay
0: you're the host you're the the podcaster thanks man
1: appreciate that bro um so my question is i'm explaining or i'm trying to describe
0: these experiences to you yeah yeah
1: what do, you, what do you think is happening to me?
0: Well, you seem like you're... Uh, I mean, some of the things you've recounted to me, maybe if I didn't know you, I could maybe have concerns, but I feel like you're pretty... In a way, you have your feet quite, uh, you know, safely on the ground, and you're a rational person, but I guess some of those things that you've recounted are hard to relate with. But I'm not worried about you or anything like that. I don't think you're you're traveling down a path that will lead you astray. That's just, you know, my... my Well, sometimes I'm not so
1: sure, man. Yeah? Like, to be perfectly honest with
0: you. Well, maybe you said earlier in this recording you you warned me against self-fulfilling prophecies so i'm going to return that advice and say yeah, that yeah. worrying about uh anticipating uh, you mean you need to be aware of the risk, but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't ex- be expecting things to go wrong mm. you seem like you're healthy you live a healthy lifestyle you you're you're uh yeah
1: Geez, let's just make this all about me then. Yeah. So, one example does come to mind, which is time travel. Right, right.
0: That that, that would be one of the one yeah. examples. But there there
1: are other examples, like the the perception ex expanding. I mean, there's really personality, which is how you behave in a situation, mm-hmm. and then there's a experience of expanding perceptions mm-hmm. which is when the, the the shit that's going into your eyeballs is more colorful mm-hmm. and i've explained those to you before yeah and then there's also these adventures in psychology yeah or these well i don't i don't want to put it like that because i mean i explained time travel to you yeah you before
0: did. i recorded that episode which I, I listened to that episode and found it Very entertaining, and I thoroughly (laughs) enjoyed it. I listened to the whole thing. I think you're the only one that's listened to all of it. Well, I'll encourage everyone to listen in on the... ...recounting his experience time-travelling. It is a wild ride. Andrew Lake does time-travel. And whether or not I believe it happened or whether it was real, it was still a thoroughly entertaining listen. But, yeah, of course, I'm highly... um, Uh, skeptical of whether or not what he experienced was a real quote-unquote real as it i don't that's exactly the issue that's exactly the problem i don't doubt that it felt real but whether or not i have serious doubts but that's the issue if it feels real right i mean of course
2: Hmm.
1: like let me just go on the record of course there is a very big part of me that knows that it's just all made up in my mind right it didn't really happened like you say quote unquote Mm -hmm. but this is the problem of fragmented psychology because there was and this is what is so frightening Mm. there was a very big part of me that actually did feel Mm. like how can you have hugely dramatic emotional experiences that carry forth over days afterwards Yeah for events that like it's not possible it, it, it's 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 not a it's not an explanation that i can entertain that it didn't happen because of how powerful the carryover was and the significance was and in a sense it has worn off It it is almost like a it's almost like a path that if you walk the further you walk down it the more insane you go Mm -hmm. and i and i walked i ventured out of the gate Mm -hmm. far enough to actually be at the point where i was like jesus Mm -hmm. holy mother of fucking christ i am actually going insane
0: yeah you took a walk in down the garden path i i
1: honestly believed that i needed to End up checking myself into something, yeah, something dramatic, something bad was going to happen. You say you were distressed. Yeah, it it was very, it's very disorientating. Yeah, and I sort of, I sort of started telling people like you and a few other people about it, Mm -hmm. and that sort of brought me back because when you start talking about it, then you hear all these people say like, ha ha, you know, whatever, very very good, funny one. Tell us another joke. You know, that's a great story, sort of thing. And that sort of helped me to say, hmm, yeah, you know, you're right. It's just, it's, just, but it's not. There's this thing in the back of my mind that it's it's not. Mm. So, the, the fear of insanity is a door that opens as you venture into psychological mm-hmm. elasticity, which is one of the games that we play when we talk about developing psychology. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could have done that without learning all of the different psychological maps like developmental psychology, mm-hmm. hierarchy psychology, early psychology, relational, you know, there's, the list goes on and on about mm-hmm. what I'm at least in an amateur level acquainted yep. with. And that sort of rolled together in combination with meditation and other experiments that I've been working on mm-hmm. to lead me to this. And that—that's another thing, which is that you can't really say how I—I I can't really say how I got to this point. I can't really explain what the combination is to get. I don't know the formula for how to be insane, mm. <laughs> even though it seems like I've cracked it. Mm. But you didn't believe I didn't. It, it, well, like, what? What did you think? You must have. Well, I mean, without making it too much about me.
0: Well. I think it's just a testament to the to the the uh, amazing potential of the human mind to generate these these um, imaginary scenarios that, that 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 cross the line between See, I really have to feel like reality.
1: I, yeah, I mean I, I feel like I have to butt in here and, and just stop and say that it's not like there's something in me that wants to say it's not imaginary.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess it
1: comes to the question, like, how do you know what a real memory is? Like, if you have a memory, which is as real as a quote-unquote real memory, mm-hmm. how can you say that it's any real or less than a non-real memory?
0: Well, you can't.
1: That's the question.
0: Yeah. Well, then what's the hang-up about? What, what what are you hung up about if... If you' to realize
1: the implications that you can remember any experience, if you can literally imagine any past mm. out of any limit, which is your imagination, mm-hmm. then you can literally live any life. You can have lived any life. That you have imagined okay i recently read um 1984 by george orwell right have you read that no really famous
0: classic piece of yeah classic classic so do you think that did you feel like your experience was akin to, to reading that book
1: well yeah i mean it gets at the same theme which is because that that book is all about how there's this guy who fabricates the past
2: mm-hmm.
1: for this government agency and then he ends up getting tortured in order to believe that the false past is the real past yeah. and then he ends up in that situation. He basically goes insane mm-hmm. by believing the false past. Yeah. And the whole story is about how a totalitarian society manipulates mm-hmm. the mind through a medium such as Communications or screens or yeah. surveillance <laughs> in order to create that in its citizens. Right. So that comes to mind. I don't know if it's quite the same as time travel, though. Yeah. Because time travel is a solely solitary expedition.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, you know, I, can, I envy you the. I mean, not the part about coming back from this experience being all disoriented and questioning your sanity. That certainly sounds like maybe not the most pleasant experience. But now that you've sort of created a bit of distance between yourself and, and that experience, I'm quite envious of, ha- of of what you went through. It sounds like it was quite a moving and a powerful thing that to, to have experienced. Regardless of whether it quote unquote really happened, yeah. So,
1: have you read Animal Farm?
0: No, no. It's another famous Orwell book. Yeah, but you know yeah. the basic plot, sure, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, everyone talks about Animal Farm, and that's sort of a good example of and like months. a book which you don't really need to read.
1: You just sort of know a little bit about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess reading it gives you a lot more of a
0: understanding. Mm-hmm. But I've got some reading to do. You don't have to read them. Well, I always thought about reading a bit of Orwell. Are you reading anything at the moment? Ah, uh, you got too much uni work. Uh, I should pick up another book. Get my reading. I haven't been reading at all. Not even uni stuff lately. I've been in a bit of a <laughs> bit of a coma. Yeah, that's all right, man. Yeah, it's the time of year. We all go through phases like that. Yeah, it's the
1: time. It's the time of year. It's getting towards the end of the year. Yeah. Depending on when we release this, though. just couldn't
0: really be give a fuck about much right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? It's okay. It's just a... Uh, yeah. It's going through a, a rough patch, I think. But oh, man. But it's okay. Do you want to talk about it? Is there anything I can say? or? No, no. It's under control. Yeah. I had fun last night. I think I, I need to do that more. Just go out and just... Have a dance. Have a, have a.
1: Do you like dancing?
0: Uh yeah. I hadn't danced in a while, but yesterday I went went all out. I went ham.
1: Ham. Yeah. H a m. What does that mean? Is oh, it like Y
0: O L O? It's a time. It's 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 going all all in. Balls deep. Is that an actual term though, like Y O L O? Ah, uh, I don't know. Or do you? Did you just make it up? No, no, no. I think it's a commonly used phrase. Going ham means you. Or go... oh, getting lit. Have you heard that yeah, one? Lit, lit, fam. Uh, yeah, I know all the lingo.
1: But you didn't know FOMO, or li- well, I did. I go- just pretended oh. I didn't.
0: Oh come on, man! Yeah. I just tricked you. You got me there. You know, I'm trying to make good radio happen here. You know, you've got to play little pranks on each other. Oh geez, what else are you
1: pranking me on? Uh, you actually know
0: how to speak French. Turns around and he doesn't know how to speak French. Well, yeah, it's something that you need to find you can find out chant Chocolat. I can sing your song in French if you want oui
1: oui croissant
0: ah, very good, <laughs> yeah, you're getting settling in, yeah, and getting warmed up how, how long Why, do been? you wanna do you wanna well, you know, how long do you usually make these shows last? seven hours, seven hours, yeah, a straight talk, yeah straight b s this isn't b s come on, this is the best. This is the best episode. You're listening to the number one podcast (laughs) in the
1: world. Coming to you live from Australia. Number one iTunes podcast.
0: Nominated podcast of the year by E! News. E!
1: E News. I don't know.
0: (laughs) That's good. You could be a voiceover artist.
1: Yeah. Well, usually usually these, these podcasts record we record for seven hours but we edit it down to one hour are
0: you serious with everyone every other guest you've every gone other seven hours seven i don't hours. believe that and you're playing frank
1: on me <laughs> 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 i think in your case we're gonna have to go for like four days to get one hour <laughs> oh shit <laughs> the ratio Of quality content I'm not cutting any of this
0: Yeah, you're keeping it raw
1: All this is going in Straight and raw No edits. real radio I reckon if I could have the balls to actually do no edits
0: No edits? Live podcasting Yeah Let's imagine this is live In front of an audience People do that, you know Yeah, Joe Rogan is live Is it? Yeah, it's unedited But not in front of an audience He's in a studio He streams it, yeah Oh, he streams it. And he streams people it. Yeah. Tap on their keyboard and comment. Yeah, yeah, Like and subscribe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think we have a way better show than Joe Rogan. Let's be honest. Come yeah. on, man. He gets the big shots. What are you saying?
1: He he has to have people who are like doing PhDs and shit.
0: Yeah, and who you, who are you talking? Oh wait, to? yeah, shit. Come on, mate. No, no, you're uh, no, you on. No, your enemy. No, your uh, your guest expected you to do a bit do of you really want to,
1: research. Come on, man. Let's keep going. Okay. If you want, we can take an intermission.
0: Intermission? No, it's okay. We'll see how long this... Go, uh, see how much left is in the tank. I can't go yapping, yapping on all night. Yeah, true. Yapping yep, away? I guess you've gotten really good at talking now. You must be talking 100,000 words a day. Do you reckon? Well... I don't know. You've got a pretty sustainable, pretty uh, pretty prolific output of these podcasts. Now you're up to what episode sixty or something? Sixty
1: something, yeah. Yeah. I was doing an episode a day, but then we went to two a week. Yeah. So it's cut back. So your your talking skills, your. But that doesn't mean that it's high quality. Uh, and there's definitely no shortage of ideas. Yeah. Like I could easily do one a day. And just new in ideas. In terms of ideas, yeah. But idea. the quality of it right. might not be up there.
0: Hmm. Maybe you should put post this up on different sites. YouTube might not be the best thing for podcasts because YouTube is a pr- predominantly video audio audio visual uh, platform. Yeah, but it's on it's on multiple platforms. Is it?
1: Yeah, so you can get this on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. Really. And which one's getting the most views there was another one as well there's a Twitter account for it but I think that just links to it okay Oh, and yeah, then there's also the social media there's also Tumblr I think but that's also just the link yeah so you can listen on iTunes, Spotify SoundCloud? and SoundCloud no I don't think we do have it on
0: SoundCloud Spotify, it's on Spotify? it's on Spotify, yeah do you have to pay for it to be up there? I don't think so, no what it's about iTunes?
1: Linked. iTunes, no, it's all free oh
0: Okay, well, good job. It's available. Yeah, it's available. Maybe you should just spread the word, send out some, make some posts. Or is it on really worth? Is it really worth sharing? I mean, some, on, people, some people, some people say like, you can't have that. You can't have that. Um, that approach. I'm
1: already full of myself just by standing up here saying I know what I talk about, but some people do the whole, please like and share. Mm-hmm. Share this with a friend but i've I've never done that i've never asked someone to share it yeah
0: if they want to share they'll share they know what to do but not maybe not really you can't tell them what to do but i don't know if it's worth sharing why do you say that well let's say it now please like and share if you like it and you think it's worth sharing as if they didn't already know that yeah why do you have to remind people to like and share i know it's like it is a bit cheesy yeah it's just but apparently if you go I'm if you sure go to podcasting,'m sure that's why they do it yeah if you go to know.
1: podcasting school, that's the first thing they say oh where's the podcasting? in fact, they school? say
0: that podcast university
1: they say that that's the first thing you should say on your podcast. you shouldn't even say it at the end, you should say it at the oh, start, God. yeah, that like that your for me is a put off your, your opening statement for your podcast
0: should be, please share this with a friend, right. What if you don't have a friend? Jesus, man! What if you don't have a
2: friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got no friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about those people? How's that going to make those people feel if you say, uh, from the output, got a self-help podcast, but you know, you'd say, share with a friend. But you don't person. need friends. You
1: just need inner explosive samadhi, enlightenment experiences.
0: I don't know what that means, but <laughs>
1: what well, do you know what friendship means?
0: yeah, sure, okay, please educate me. It's when you can be naked with a friend in the same room. that's what you know that's God. what a friend is. Jesus, do you have to be so crude, not crude? <laughs> Nothing wrong with being nude <laughs> anyway we're not we're not actually nude right now with woolly clothes. Don't worry,
1: make sure you tell them, yes,
0: mhm-. Now they're going to be wondering. This is a fully clothed podcast. It's not like those Shh, NFSW podcasts.
1: What is that?
0: NSFW, not safe for work. Oh, this is definitely not safe for work. It is I've safe for all, work.
1: I've talked about fucking time travel and
0: swearing and shit. You've talked about swearing? No, but we've sw- uh, we We, we swore. have
1: sworn. Swore. We swore. We swore. Hey, I want to ask you something. I don't know. Honestly, for real, I don't know the meaning of this word. Go. I haven't asked anyone yet
0: woke come on man you know what that word means. does that mean like waken up well it's kind of become you have, a, you have wake you have waked up it's kind of a joke now i think it was referring to people who feel like they've yeah reached some kind of higher plane of thinking they would oh. refer to themselves as woke. Oh,
1: my God. It's turned into
0: a bit of a joke. It's a bit of a wank.
1: Oh, I'm a joke. The so people have kind I'm, a, of, I'm a wank. What? I'm a joke. What? Because I'm full of myself. I think I've reached the higher plane. So you're so saying you're I'm, woke. I'm woke. Well,
0: don't use that word. Why? It's just wrong. Because it's been overused by, like, gronks and stuff. People who, who just like to... Maybe s- I am a gronk. I don't think you're a gronk. Depends which personality you're talking to. Right. <laughs> So woke means you think you have, you are awakened. No, it means you know. Well, yeah, you're woke. You've awakened. uh so someone's of, being out of the the stupor of yeah, that society has. Oh, so if someone's
1: being real smart about how they've you know had experiences or know, something,
0: you say, "Oh, that guy's woke," and that's how you make fun of him. He's woke. He's drinking a a acai smoothie and has smashed out That guy's woke. Woke AF woke a f oh god i
1: hope people aren't saying that about me well no
0: just don't don't say that you're woke just choose a different word but i am woke well don't use that word you can use other words
1: then what i say that i'm enlightened that sounds even worse
0: say that you like to think you like you're thinking man i'm a thinking man yeah that's fine that doesn't make you sound full of yourself what if i've transcended mind Well, you can say that if you want. I don't know how many people will respond to that, in a in a responsive, in a responsive way. True. Just say that you've thought about a lot of things and you've explored interesting mental, you've, 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 you've witnessed interesting mental machinery at work, right? Doesn't that make me fool of myself if I'm bragging about? Well, don't brag. You well, that, that's you all st- a podcast stated, obje- bragging you can about. Stated objectively, I've undergone certain practices that have led me to believe that, blah blah blah, whatever it is that you you claim to have experienced. Are you into meditation at all? Ah, uh, no, I tried it for a bit. Maybe it maybe did some good. I don't know. Where don't did you really try? I don't really have the, met- m- the willpower to have a consistent practice. Who taught you? How did you I find just, out about I it? I just sat down and just started to breathe through my nose and be aware of what's going on in my body, being more in touch with myself. And you tried that, what, once? A few times. Mostly to deal with my sleep issues. I have chronic insomnia, hmm. which is, yeah. Pretty bad at the moment.
1: And you found it didn't work.
0: I don't know. Or it didn't work for you. I didn't leave it long enough to really feel any noticeable effects. I didn't notice I was calmer, but I don't know. Something for next year. I'm saving all this for my New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah, the New Year's coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. At the time of want, this recording. I don't want to make any dramatic changes before New Year's. I want to save it all so I can have oh, this brand. So that's, exp- is that why you're on the on the bottle? That's why I'm smoking up. That's why I'm dancing till four in the morning, <laughs> drinking, and <just> throwing <laughs> come up at four first in the morning. Of, come first of Jan, you're going to be... Exactly. So you see, Clean so, as a whistle. So I'm... I'm trying to hit rock bottom. So what is your? So then I could feel so good about getting back up progress. again on the first of January. First of January. What's your gonna be your New Year's resolution? Everything, everything you can
1: think. Going of. to the gym, right? Tick. Vegan diet. Tick. Waking up at five a.m. Tick. after eight hours sleep Tick. uninterrupted. Tick. Reading a book a day. Tick. Eight hours of university Tick. work a day. Learn a language. Yoga. In one
0: way. Tai Chi. Yeah. Balancing Tick. act. Become a master chef. Creative projects. Uh, have sex with lots of... Have what? That's not higher consciousness. Oh, maybe. Unless it's tantric sex. Some people, I don't know. All the great things that define a life as a good life will become reality in 2019 for yours truly. Wow. It's called actualization.
1: Whoa.
0: Right? Actualization. you think it's, you gotta just, you just gotta imagine it and it's gonna happen. Is that what actualization is? Have you read The Secret? I've heard I'm just, about that I'm being book. being a bit cheeky, actually. Have you read that book? Uh, no, but I've heard a
1: lot about it. Yeah. That book's enough to put anyone off personal
0: development. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't read it, so. But you're already off personal development just oh, by well, hearing about it. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know what I think anymore. I don't know what I believe in anymore. Well, that means you've reached a state of desirelessness. Mm. Is that what you call depression? (laughs) Is that the positive spin on depression? Desirelessness?
1: I don't want to joke around with that subject.
0: Well, why not? Why can't you joke around? You can joke around about anything.
1: We can, but I don't... I, I sort of... You brought it up and I want to sort of use the opportunity to
0: share some of my thoughts. About what? About desirelessness? No, about depression. About depression? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts on it?
1: I think to be depressed, you have to be quite intelligent. Mm. There's an intuition there which, if developed, can lead to very grand and beautiful things. Right. For example, in order to be depressed, you have to have an idea of the totality of things. Yeah, you have to have this outlook, mm-hmm. which is all connected with all things, because depression is per- it's pervasive, mm-hmm. it's constant, it's a drone, mm-hmm. it's like a background noise, and that quality is actually the same quality of the peaks of the good life. The the constantness, the continuation of positive feelings, or for lack of a better term, if you have the ability to feel terrible constantly, then it means you also have the ability to feel brilliant constantly, mm. as opposed to someone who has these ups and these downs. Right. And That's just one intuition that I think depression brings light onto. Another one would be complexity. Because one of the things that can make people depressed is the understanding of how complex and overwhelming things can be. And we can use that in a number of situations. For example, we can have social anxiety. So someone who has social anxiety goes into a social situation they see all these connections they see all these options mm-hmm. they see these risks of their personality or their reputation being hurt right. it
0: takes an analytical mind
2: yeah it takes right.
1: a an ability to recognize how many different things can go wrong mm-hmm. in that situation in order to become socially anxious right. and then of course it becomes overwhelming and then it crushes them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then of course you can have existential depression which is where you look at the complexity of the world. And you're looking at the events of your life, where you are in time and place. Mm -hmm. And that is making you feel like there's too much going on. Why was I born here? When am Mm -hmm. I going to die? Why did I get this lot in life? Mm -hmm. My job, my family, my friends. yeah These are big, complicated existential issues. And if you're depressed, then you are at least partially aware of those things. Hmm. It's perfectly easy to be totally unaware of all these things and be happy. You can walk into a social situation and just be like, ah, I don't care. Ah, whatever. Yeah, how's it going? Doesn't matter if you don't like me. You're not going to get socially anxious if you can go in with that situation. And you could say the same thing about life. Ah, I've got the job. Oh, I'm on this part of the planet. Ah, oh, I'm going to die sometime. Doesn't matter. I'm not even going to think about it. Mm-hmm. There's no intuition there which is deeper and more powerful. And I think that's what my message would be to people who are depressed, is that there's a deeply intelligent and powerful intuition that wants to come through, Mm. but it's not pushing its way through correctly because it hasn't been nurtured. Mm. It's almost like you've got this higher ability... It's like you know how to play a concerto with the Sydney Symphony Orchestra at the Sydney Opera House in a crowd, in front of a crowd of a thousand people, but you haven't learned to play Merry Little Lamb yet, but you know that you could do that. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so jarring about depression. And that's just some of the dissections. I mean, depression has many different complicated ways of dissecting it. There's many different factors at at play
0: yeah i think there's some sense in what you said i I agree that to be to feel to feel the greatest happiness uh requires you to have known deep sadness i think and uh sort of there's two sides of the same coin if 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 you allow me to be so cheesy yeah Mm.
1: I mean I I was severely depressed as a 16 17 year old. Yeah. And that was the other near death experience that I had. Right. Oh you want to check your Bumble? No no no, go on. <laughs> it's all right. I'm finally finally starting Opening to up. open up to you. <laughs> and there
0: I am just reaching for my phone. It's all right. It's no. Oh. I might have a match. It was a it was a, a muscle spasm. So, you don't, don't you do that sometimes? You just grab your phone without your brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing that less these I'm not days. not trying to be...
1: Jeez, uh, um, that's charming. We're trying
0: to get intimate here, man. Yeah, yeah. So... Sorry, sorry. Was, yeah. So, you were severely depressed when you were... You were going through college yeah it was a well high school i guess in new south wales it's not called college right yeah you call it college really? high school sort of thing oh yeah yeah year 11 12 yeah yeah scenario. that's the one but it's my my
1: issues were definitely existential and religious
0: right because you had a very religious upbringing right yeah but you had a bit of it you were having a your paradigm was shifting yeah, and it was very badly
1: cultivated, and I ended up taking, taking an overdose, mm. and becoming extremely sick from it. And I, and I, I've never really shared this with anyone. But it's hard to say how close I got to actually dying from the overdose because because I was so sick but no one knew why. Hmm. And that was the other, that was the other time where I hit, I hit rock bottom so hard that even a small improvement was enough to teach me that an improvement is possible. So I went, I went two weeks bedridden, unable to move or eat. And then the, the, ability to walk from my bed to the kitchen and eat a meal was so dramatic, a an improvement in a positive quality was enough to teach me that it's actually possible to improve. And that was a, that was a, a slow step in the right direction. Hmm. And that sort of gets back to what your intuition of <laughs> the new year's resolution is. Yeah. Yeah. Hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. so that you can notice the difference. Right. So what you, I guess, maybe what we're trying to get. I mean, I don't mean to analyze you.
0: And I know you were, you were sort of joking when you said that, anyway. So, mm. oh, you know, there's a bit of seriousness in, to it as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, there's. Maybe we can say. I do want to
0: make some changes in my life. Seriously, some serious changes in order to improve my condition my yeah appreciation of life yeah and I think but yeah I guess it's I, I tend to try to find the humor in in these serious things kind of lightens the load a bit yeah yeah I don't mean to get all I don't mean to get so heavy on you man oh no thanks for opening up it's
1: yeah but I think the, the takeaway insight is we want to be able to have an experience of improvement which is clear enough in our minds which helps us to believe enough that improvement is possible and that becomes our motivation. Mm -hmm. So we can trust Mm. or whatever or understand enough Mm -hmm. or believe enough, whatever word you want to use, that improvement is possible to get us up and going and Mm. on that track or whatever. God, we're so positive, aren't we? Yep. There's no nihilism here. Believe in yourself, Chris. You can do it. Yeah. Now's when you punch me in the face.
0: No, you know it's it's all love. Oh, thanks, man. It's all love over here. We're just we're just spreading love here on the podcast. Thanks, man. We're just all about spreading that positivity. One love. Uh, Spreading and hope and Should we take another intermission? Yeah, I think that's a good idea I think I'm going to have another beer I need to break this up a bit Yeah We'll be back
1: We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen After these important announcements of brands that you must buy Check your bumble, man No matches <laughs> Gentlemen, are you still with us? Are you still there? Is anybody alive? Is anybody alive out there? Is anybody alive out there? Are you alive out there? Are we live in here? We're getting to the serious end. So that set got a little bit heavy. Have you hit the record button? So now we get to the real heavy, juicy, juicy, heavy. climax. This is the most... Profound, insightful, incredible, life transformative. All you need to
0: know. Everything to explained. Successful.
1: Self-help. Think power. Positive power. Actualization. He,
0: the person you always wanted to be. And the answer is here on the Andrew Lake podcast.
1: Who is Beetle
0: Juice? You've hit the record button. Is yeah. it? Oh shit! I didn't realize. Well, I don't know. It's lately I've been feeling Who's a bit. Feeling a bit blue, a bit down, and who is Beetlejuice? Trying to find ways to cheer myself up, and uh, one of this one of, one of the things that I've resorted to. One of my re my coping resource, my coping mechanism. Coping, Jesus, that's a bit dark, man. Anyway. So, Beetlejuice is a coping mechanism? Yeah. Well, he's, so, he's, so he's, is he's Beetlejuice basically a psychological, my, my therapist. Is he a psychologist? He's my therapist. He doesn't know me. I've never met him. Um, oh, so he invented a branch of psychology yeah, that helps basically. you yeah. deal with life. His name is Lester Green Jr. And it's a form of therapy. I guess you could say it's a humor therapy. He's a, a, a character on the Howard Stern show. Is he alive? Yeah, he's still alive, doing well he's the he's he's his his, his uh, height and weight drastically vary he's uh he's got a real small head right yeah tiny head he's tiny and he's, he's a tiny man but he's got a, a, a heart that is bigger than any other man's he's got a big heart
1: he's got a is he a comedian yeah you or is say he that.
0: like more of an enigma no. Because I've only seen what you've shown me. He's not that enigmatic. I think he's a pretty straight-up, transparent, straight-up dude. He's What you see is what you get. Anyway, he just brings a lot of joy into my life, and it's hard to explain why. Even I don't even really understand why I've become so transfixed with this character, this person.
1: Does he make you laugh? He
0: does. Makes me laugh, makes me feel good inside. It's strange. It's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the darndest thing. I'll just be... Is it because you think you're better than him? No, 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 no. And that's maybe something people might assume because he, you know, he is... Like if you contrast yourself with someone who's got a small head. he's He's a microcephalic dwarf, which is the medical term for people who are short and also have tiny heads. But that's not what's funny about it. It's just his whole being and he's just the most funny spontaneous, confident, um, and yeah, real individual. And he just, he just gives me hope and I'm not being sarcastic here or being cheeky or whatever. This is, this is, this is deathly serious. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's my rock at the moment. Beetlejuice is my rock. And you guys should check it out. And it's not for, if you Has guys, he got a YouTube channel? Uh, not a personal one, but there's heaps of videos of him on, on the web of like stuff that he's done. He's been with the Howard Stern show for the, since 1999 or something. Is that a TV show? Well, it's a radio show that also had a kind of TV element to it. Started off as radio, but then it expanded into sort of audiovisual sphere. And he's a frequent guest on this show. And yeah,
1: so what happens in your favorite episode? Uh, Does he have
0: a sidekick? Well, his manager, who's dead now, this is how he came. He came up with his manager, who's this guy, giant dude, this six foot four guy, probably weighs like two hundred fifty pounds. And this, and then Beetlejuice, who's you know he's four foot three, and you know weighs under 100 pounds and they're kind of like this comedic duo i mean beetlejuice does most of the heavy lifting as far as the humor is concerned but i don't know yeah and a lot of people might look at that and say it's exploitative because he's you know he you know uh technically he has a disability and some people might look at that and say you're just laughing at someone who's uh because of their disability, but I disagree with that. And I challenge people who has that as their sort of first uh, impulse is to assume that the only reason we appreciate someone like that is because they're different, but you know, everyone's different. So is it and his like, resilience? Why, his resilience and his confidence, he's just like, he exhumes so much confidence, exudes. And it never shows that it's a front. Yeah, that's right. And he's just so spontaneous, so natural, so comfortable in his own skin, even though he's so different to everyone else, that it's kind of gives it's just really refreshing. And that's that's why that's where I find how it's inspiring and it's it brings hope into my own self when I'm feeling, I don't know, uh insecure. And I look at that at, at Beetlejuice and say, you know, he's he's you know He's confident. He knows what he he knows what he is, and he knows what he am. He's got this great theme song called "This Is Beetle," and it's the greatest thing. We should play it in a, in here. We should insert a clip of. You want to insert song. a clip? Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Is there copyright on it? Maybe. I've already got in so much trouble for really? copyright. Really? Yeah. From who?
1: Yeah. From Duck, Dog, Goose. No, no, those guys are cool, but I tried to do an album review of The Cat Empire, mm. and they wouldn't have a bar of it.
0: Yeah, they came down on you like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yeah. They got they, the, they the lawyers out, to, the Sony MGM lawyers. They wouldn't allow lawyers. me
1: to release it. Even though I was saying all these Knocking beautiful, the wonderful things, like I was just raving about this yeah, Cat Empire album that I love to death, which but, is Cat Empire Live on Earth. Yeah. And I wanted to play one of their tracks at the end. The because context that would just is be irrelevant, a, I guess,
0: to them, the lawyers. Such don't a give good a shit.
1: reference. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what a, what a sorry state of affairs that is. When but then think? I... Re- reviewed a Slipknot
1: album. Yeah. And they allowed me to put that on. Like that one slipped through the cracks. Even yeah. though Slipknot is quite a big band. Yeah. It's quite famous. And then Keith Jarrett, he wouldn't have a bar of it either. Well, you know, he's he's probably yeah. So me and me and Simon Milman spent two hours making mm. this case about how Keith Jarrett is the greatest musician of all time. Mm. And then I inserted and he, the tracks. He you. Yeah, I inserted the tracks and he wouldn't let us Upload it. Wow, he's pretty. He's pretty highbrow, though. Yeah. So what what is what is this fascination with Beetlejuice? Like, well, what is a sort typical? Of explained it, I guess. What already. is a typical? Or can you give you like? Can you give us a like? What happens in one of these
0: episodes? Um, can't really think of any specific example. It's more his whole aura. Is it like you have to see it to believe it? I guess you. You could, have to see know. it
1: to know what's going on.
0: I don't know. Um, And some of it, you know, is questionable, like some of the segments they do on the show. Is he crude, like sexually or yeah, drug yeah. references? Yeah, yeah, all of that. He's just a... Violence? He's just a player. Is violence? A bit, yeah. He beats mm. up his manager sometimes and beats up other people. Not actually beats him up, but... And he's just, yeah, yeah. he's just the most confident person and it's yeah it just brings me hope hmm and yeah some of the things on the show that they make him do I do question like the exploitative exploitative nature of it like they make him yeah do some some things that are quite crude and yeah but all in all like he's he's in, he's the boss you know he's He's got a talent, and uh, they they discovered this talent, and they're just it letting it letting it blossom. He's pretty famous, and I, right? And I wish him a long and healthy, prosperous life.
1: Yeah, like he's got a career in showbiz. Yeah, from his personality. Yeah, yeah, which is, in a sense, sort of, like winning anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember there was this singing competition show like one of Australian Idol or The X Factor or something like this. And someone comes on and does this silly singing Michael Jackson version. Mm. And everyone ended up making fun of him. Right. And he sort of turned into this sort of mini phenomenon mm-hmm. within the show where everyone loved him because of how cheesy he was. Mm-hmm. It was just not so much cheesy, but it was his personality. Right. And he ended up actually being able to carve this career in showbiz out of it.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: And there's this sequence where, well, the, one of the closing sequences I think was where he did his little skit and everyone made fun of him, but then he got into a Ferrari and drove off. Right. And sort of was like, I have the last laugh now because yeah, I've made this out of it. So who's, who's laughing now? Hmm. Have you listened
0: to lots of Beetlejuice? I've everything, pretty much everything that's
2: available. Everyone
0: av- available online. How how many videos is that? Uh I don't know, close to one hundred probably.
1: Are you sort of like me? You when you find someone on the internet, you sort of get into them. You I go through you a phase. That. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been through so many f- internet phases. Hmm. What's the latest one? Mostly to do with like psychology and personal development. The latest one. I'm in a bit of a I'm in a bit of a dent like a a petering out at the moment mm. because I've been through so many but like Leo Gura from actualize.org, Tony Robbins, mm. Ben Shapiro Well, I I didn't really get into Ben Shapiro but he's funny because he's annoying at first, but then when you listen to him for a little while I think there's this thing where you sort of get used to someone's voice, mm. especially if they've got this really weird, wacky sort of obtuse voice like Ben Shapiro does. Even though I don't really like anything that he says, so you just like the sound of his annoying voice? Yeah, yeah. Like I like because I'm familiar. This That's don't know. a bit twisted. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many that I could mention, like Sadhguru, hmm. Teal Swan, Ty Lopez, all those guys. Yeah. But that's just internet trail. That's just internet listening. Do you reckon there's such
0: thing as internet brain? Yeah, I definitely feel I would be diagnosed with that if that was a medical condition. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Too much time on the internet, mindlessly browsing, just wasting away. But you can listen to higher consciousness stuff. You can listen to Beetlejuice. Yeah, sure. No,
1: like, yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice aside, you can listen to, you can listen to lectures.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I do, I do. Yeah. Do you have internet brain?
1: Yeah, I think there's there's a part of me that is, but I think I sort of combat it with reading. Like if I didn't read books, yep. I would definitely have this, this 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 narrow view, depending on how much stuff I've taken in from the internet. Right. But reading books has sort of broken that out. Oh, okay. It's broken me out of that enough, I think. So you're prescribing me with books? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not. I'm not prescribing you with
0: anything. I think you need a bloody stimulant right now, mate. Yeah. You a cup I'm, of I'm coffee. Fading, fading away. You can't even keep your eyes open. I had a, well, I'm just resting in. Rest of my eyes. I'm listening to you, and I'm an act, still an active uh, participant in this broadcast. Yeah. Um, don't don't well, be this fooled is, by the eyes closed. This is the third set. This is a yeah. This is our marathon
1: set. Yeah.
0: This has been a great. There's one thing we do need to talk about, though. What? Bushwalking. Oh, Okay. Have you ever been bushwalking? I have. I have. In you're sort of walk, a you know. you're sort of a bit of a veteran, bit of a hiker. I've been I've been around. I've done long hikes, short hikes. What's your longest not hike? Not super long. What? Maybe what, 4 like three, days. 4 days, that's pretty long. It's medium, you know. Some people go out for weeks. That's something I've never done before. It requires an extra level of planning that I'm not don't really have the experience. I sort of or, like the idea of just getting mm, a bag of rice and
1: just going into the bush somewhere and seeing how long i can last on a bag of rice
0: go on man you can, you can afford some luxury when you're going hiking well like what what do you eat on hikes like nuts or yeah, you fruit have a whole bunch of things that to spice up your meals yeah you can have some rice but you don't have to be limited to just a single ingredient meal do you just like the idea of of that simple kind of thing well that's just because i don't know how to cook anything else pasta well, you cook can br- two minute noodles. There you go. There's some variety right there. Rice, two minute noodles. um Do you take a gas stove with you? Yeah, you can bring your coffee. You can bring your coffee maker. Yeah, all, all sorts of things. Lollies, high kilojoule foods. Yeah, things that will keep you going. I eat nuts. I eat so many nuts. Well, yeah, they're they're great actually. Nuts are super high calories super yeah. dense in energy. Energy-dense food. And dry... What do you call it? Sun-dried fruits? Yeah, or condensed dried fruit, fruits. Condensed milk. All great things to bring on a hike. So we're actually planning to go on a hike later, maybe in January.
1: What, you and me? Yeah. Yeah, we can do
0: that. We were planning it. It's been a year in the making, year in the planning. Still well, I hasn't just keep happened. putting it off because other things keep coming up. Right, so we got to make it happen.
1: So do you take... Have you ever gone solo or do you always go with someone sometimes I've been solo yeah and yeah. you take a one-man tent yeah sleeping bag yeah food water or are there walks where you can get your own water
0: yeah there's there's walks where you just fill up and creeks and stuff and you gotta sometimes you boil the water sometimes you don't if you're high up enough you can just drink straight out of the stream. And let me tell you, my friend, there's no feeling quite like drinking straight out of the stream. Wow. Yeah. But how did you... Icy, wor- cold, mountain water. But how do mm. you know it's safe to drink? Well, I guess like everything in life, it's there's a risk. But sometimes you just have to make cal- take calculator risks. And if you're... Well, basically, if you're high up enough, there's no chance that like livestock or other like animals... The, the the chances that like animals have transmitted bad bacteria into the water stream in concentrations high enough to to lead to a gastrointestinal uh, infection is that the only low enough measure that you, that you, can, you go hmm? is that the only measure that you go by yeah and it, well I mean running water it's got to be running it's got to be high and it's got to look pretty pure right and it's got to be floating decent. in it yeah, you, know, you can you can take you can take a bit of shit floating, but yeah, I guess nothing quite beats crystal clear mountain water. Do you ever take
1: <laughs> entertainment like music or reading material? Yeah, sure. Writing take material. Book. Take a book. Take- I sort of like the idea of doing a
0: bushwalk but not having any of that and just yeah, going that's, into that's the one meditative, way to do it.
1: meditative state.
0: That's one way to do it. I usually bring a book, just in case I stay up at night for whatever reason. If it's if I can't get to sleep, sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I travel gaining sleep and having a book by your bedside. It's a great companion. So what happens if something really goes wrong? You well, nothing's ever really gone wrong. lifted out. Well, just like everything that you know, bad things can happen at any time. You take a phone, right? Take a phone. Sometimes you can take an e-perb if you really want to be safe. What's an e It's a emergency personal, uh, emergency beacon or something. So you click it and then they send in the cavalry.
1: Yeah, Humpty Dumpty send fell the, off the wall. They send
0: out the chopper. Send to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah, but I've never had to use it. It just maybe, if anything, like the only thing you. The main thing it provides is a bit of peace of mind, because you know, it gives you you know that no matter what happens, no matter where you are, you have an exit plan. Because your phone wouldn't always have reception, right? That's right. But that's these right. things are they work anywhere. Satellite, yeah, satellite nat- navigation. But it can like take a while for emergency services to reach you. So if you have a snake bite, then you might be in a bit of trouble. That's why you have to wear long pants usually. Yeah. Um, thick long pants. Or gaiters. It's really hot and sticky. You wear gators. Have you ever had leeches? Yeah, I've had leeches. Oh, my dad told me things. this yeah.
1: scary story. Like when I was a kid, my dad told me this story of, right. like he was bushwalking, mm. with leeches on. Yeah, and the leeches would like suck his blood. Right, and then he'd squish them. Yeah, as he walked, and mm-hmm. they'd squeeze the blood out, and then they'd keep sucking. Yeah. So they were just taking all this blood out of it, and he told me this story as a kid. Right. And I'm just horrified of these leeches, yeah. sucking blood and then sucking, squeezing out the blood onto the socks. Little vampires, yeah. Yeah, I think I got traumatized as a kid by by that story. Yeah, I'm pretty. Leeches are pretty. They're pretty squirmy little things, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squirmy. So what do you do for navigation? Do you take a map and a compass? Sometimes
0: the trail is marked. Is uh it's obvious yeah yeah it's quite clear where you have to go you don't really have to prepare in advance you don't have to bring a compass or anything so you just if you get a want... bit more experience and I'm not super experienced in navigational skills so if I I would have reservations about going off track just because I don't really know how to triangulate with a compass and a map and navigate and feel comfortable navigating just through the bush you know without following a trail so usually i stick to trails there's plenty of trails around and have nice hikes so you you find the start of the trail and then you just follow it yeah yeah and you follow signs sometimes in some cases you just gotta you just gotta sometimes the trail disappears but you'll find it again and it's that's part of the fun just a variation so where do you research what trails to take? Is there like a... Just online. Online. There's plenty of sites online. To people have like... Find some blog. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. Someone says, oh, this, in that, well, and the government websites also have information about local hikes. That many days. Around Australia. Yeah. I wonder how long I could live on just a bag of rice. Well, how big is a bag? How long is a piece of string? Six kilograms. Six kilos? Three cups of rice a day. I mean, you'd get pretty bored of rice after all. What do you really need to live, though? Well, rice doesn't give you all the nutrients you need. So what if I eat rice and supplements? Yeah, then maybe you'll be right. Can you be my little
1: nutritionalist, little. like since you're the scientist?
0: Um, I can try. I don't know if you. my advice is... I mean, nutrition is a, a science that there's no real consensus. I mean, there are some clear facts about what consists of a healthy diet. But as far as the kind of deep science and nutrition goes, it's quite, it's quite tenuous and there's no clear consensus as to what's the ideal kind of diet to have because there's so much variation between people, different systems, different um, ways of burning energy, different ways of absorbing nutrients. So it's probably something best for you to just figure out by yourself. And you seem like a healthy enough person. Just looking at you, you got a good, healthy hue. Thanks, man. So just keep it up. Just keep Whatever you're doing, just keep it up. Well, I guess it also depends on how many calories you're burning
1: by how much you're hiking. So there's a difference between hiking somewhere and just sitting in a tent yeah. and living on that food. As right. opposed to walking yeah, naturally. 30, 40,
0: 50 kilometers a day. 50 Ks a day, you've got to be crazy. Really? How, yeah. my, how, well, well, how, how many? Max 20 with a pack. Max 20 with a pack, okay. Yeah, you, you don't want to kill yourself. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know what figure it is. Put yourself down to the nub. I don't know what figures are normal. So. Well, 20 Ks is like on the upper end in upper my end. book. I mean, there might be some like extreme people out there that I'm sure there are who do like crazy crazy distances but you got to my own personal enjoyment i like to take it slow i like to take in the scenery i like yeah to go i think i would be the same slow pace so how
1: many kilojoules does kill 20 kilograms i don't know
0: you'd have to do the maths but quite a bit do you lose weight when you go on one of these walks i haven't been long enough to notice any noticeable changes hmm. uh, but yeah it does tire you out it's a good feeling though when you're Bones or muscles are kind of aching slightly. I find that feeling to be quite pleasurable actually and you glide down in a tent after a hard day's walk and you've just you you've just been so immersed in the natural surrounds and the light you've seen the day kind of start and go down you've seen the the whole cycle of the day, and that's something that it's quite um People don't really experience that much. I feel these days, people go inside. They're surrounded by natural lights. Something to be said about just following the day's cycle, the sun's the sun's travels. Something quite um re- rejuvenating about that.
1: Your so relationship
0: to ch- to time to time changes. takes on a di- yeah, it takes on a different because I can't imagine you like meaning. walking
1: through the bush and then saying, "Oh,
0: it's two o'clock. It's lunchtime." Well, you kind of do that, yeah. You do you still do that? Have your, you know, basic guideline. Yeah, but and it's a yeah. I just I just like it's just fun to get out, get out and about, and you meet nice people. Most other people who are into hiking are usually <laughs> really nice, and uh, yeah, people that you meet on the trail. Yeah, you might need, meet some nice people. Hmm. Share a story. Share a cup of tea. See, I would have thought I wouldn't meet anyone out there. Well, it depends where you go. Summer hikes are pretty popular. See a lot of people. Popular hike? Yeah, man. Let's find one that has no one on it. Come on, man. Why do you want to be so antisocial?
1: <laughs> Isn't that the point of walking in the bush by yourself in the middle of nowhere?
2: Mm,
1: no. Solitude. I'm not antisocial. I'm all for being so... We're having a conversation right now, man. That's right. That's I'm just true. all ab- I'm just also all about solitary. Solitariness. Introspection.
0: Yeah, sure, you can get some of that. If you want. So what are we gonna do the cover the news now or do a sports segment? Sports Cele- segment. Celebrity celebrity sightings.
1: Are there any celebrities you want to talk about?
0: Well this is a old it all we 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 discuss all topics right on this show. This is what the Andrew Lake podcast is all about. No topic is no taboo. stone unturned we cover it all from news to um dating apps dating apps to mine explosions <laughs> to um time travel time travel hobbies um Everything, sex. We sort of covered sex, yeah. Kind of, yeah, a little bit, not in great depth. We talked about Roman chariot. That's more about celibacy than sex. Yeah, that's the antithesis of sex, right? Yeah. So you're in, you're practicing Roman Roman chariot?
1: Oh, I don't know anything about that, man. No, I'm not a trained Buddhist.
0: Well, or yogi, is or that your like your
1: your ambition? Uh, no, I don't know if ambition is the right word.
0: Right, because it's, it's desilus and it's,
1: it's, uh, it's the absence well, of yeah, ambition. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not trying to play that game. No? I'm saying it's it's an interest among many things. And mm. I don't think the grand arrow, the grand direction is to become a monk as such. No. That's just an idea or a periphery parallel, Hmm. which I'm open to. Hmm. I mean, be open-minded. Sure, yeah. I mean, I might not have a choice, man.
0: You might have to become a monk. Yeah. Why?
1: Because well, I don't have that app.
0: I don't have Tinder. Bumble? Bumble, is that what you it's called? you got a phone, that's all you need. Oh, come on, man. See gateway to um, to endless pleasure. <laughs> Have you actually met anyone on no. this? I only downloaded it to today and to be honest I might probably down- delete it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just some impulse. I was at the club last night and yeah. I was trying to pick up. Yeah. I'm not really the type really, but I was gave it a a red hot go. Didn't succeed. Um came across some hurdles. And long story short, woke up today, feeling pretty frustrated. <laughs> and uh, I'm just uh, ladies, please call. <laughs> yep. I'm your dream I'm your dream come true. I'm frustrated well, and well, desperate. Don't, don't say you're frustrated. You're fit. No, no, no. I'm just being cheeky. You're fit, you're intelligence. Mm. You're doing a bloody PhD, man. Thank You're smarter you. than me. Oh, you don't need a brain to do a PhD. I couldn't even finish uni, man. That doesn't mean anything.
1: What means anything? Is that too? Is that too
0: heavy? Ah, uh, food. You want to have food? No, I want to talk about food. Oh, you want to talk? I guess about food? We already food. talked about camping food. But what about? Fancy food. What do you like to eat when you want to treat yourself? I mean, Andrew. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> Andrew. Right. You've
1: done it. right. You've done it this whole episode. Man. Have I?
0: Yeah. I mean, you've done it a couple of times.
1: Oh God. I didn't
0: pull you up on it. Um, oh, I've true. been called worse names than that. Oh, I'm sorry. I blew it. Don't be sorry. Your cover's... You've blown your cover. My diet is actually very simple these days. Yeah? And I don't mind eating the same thing over and over again. I'm kind of the same, actually. I'm heaps into these juices. Mm. So Like these... The shine juices. Mad...
1: It? Yeah, that one. But there's also the, the juice?
0: top juice. I don't know that. Check,
1: please. It's like boost juice, but actually real stuff. Real fruit. Real veggie. It's more veggie rather than fruit. Mm. So I have these kale and green, like super green lime healthy veggies. Veggie mm-hmm. juice hmm They really feel good. Yeah. So that's my treat. I'm trying to stay away from the coffee as well, but I had one the other day and it messed up my sleep. Kept you up. Yeah. I know all about that. Well, do you drink coffee? Maybe that's what's causing you these well, sleep no, problems. Well, no. I don't
0: Because th- some days I go without it and then sleep. I still have the same problems sleeping. And but I, like, I had one today. Of, I just have needed it. you a couple of days? Cops, or so do you... No, I just have it in the morning. I never have one past midday and that's what the... You know that's what yeah. they recommend. They supposedly you're right if you drink it in the morning because your liver gives your liver enough time to process all the caffeine. Mm. But maybe I've just got a slow liver or I'm lacking some of the enzymes to process it. So it's still coursing through my veins through you know late into the night. Who knows? I have a theory that, or a
1: hypothesis, yeah, or an argument, mm. which is that caffeine is the most powerful drug in the world or the most influential drug in the world oh yeah sure of course because everyone drinks it yeah by span of not how dramatically it changes you but by how widely it is consumed yeah sure sure but I think alcohol would be very close to that yeah we'd have to look up some stats onto what is consumed more caffeine or alcohol caffeine
0: for sure of course, caffeine's more widely consumed.
1: And it's so dramatic. Like, it's such a crazy stimulant. Yeah. Like, people go absolutely apeshit on this. Do they? Really? Yeah.
0: Have you gone apeshit on it? Yeah, for sure. It's me absolutely wild, man. I mean, look at me. You know what I'm like. Did you have coffee before you went time traveling? Maybe that's uh, what, Maybe that's what caused it. I'm trying to think.
1: I don't think well it's funny because someone said one of the people that I was trying to explain time travel to sort of laughed and said, Are you on drugs? Mm. And and I and I thought, hang on, this is an actual I mean, it's an actual question that needs to be addressed because there are certain drugs that can induce these sort of hallucination mm-hmm. like for example, LSD. There are stories that I know of of people who have taken LSD and then fallen on the floor Mm. and thought they were a floorboard for 12 hours. And that was their trip. Wow. And they actually believe that they were were a floorboard. And then there was another story, which was someone has taken LSD, climbed up a tree. Mm. 12 hours later, they've come down and they're a born-again Christian. They've found God. So LSD is sort of one of those chemicals that come to mind when we talk about these extended hallucinations. But in my in my life, I've only had one experience in my entire life with LSD. Yeah. And that was quite a while ago. And that was an isolated event, which I, I knew about it. I knew what was happening there. So hmm. it's unrelated to time travel. So... In relation to time travel, no, I don't think... I don't think... Coffee had anything to do with it? I don't think coffee or LSD had anything to do with it. Fair enough. But I've been
0: drinking coffee for... Since you were born, since you were a baby, right? Yeah, pretty much since I was 15 or 16. Wow. Yeah, same. I mean, I have had times when I'm off it. Yeah, yeah, it's good to... As well. Not good to, yeah, always take this... Rely on something... But that would be a case to -to say that it's not the caffeine because...
1: Why would you have this reaction now after all these years of having it?
0: Well, yeah, who knows.
1: But it might have been a factor with other factors. Right. A combination of things.
0: Um Yeah, it's a real piping hot show we had on tonight. Covered a lot of range, wide range of topics. This is an epic one, man. This is what we do here at the Andrew Lake Podcast. This is the biggest one I've
1: done. Yeah? Seriously? I'm gonna have to edit this down to like four minutes. Four minutes. You reckon how, how much of this do you reckon is good?
0: Oh, yeah. I've got a few minutes. Can I ask you something? What? Can I ask you if you've done LSD? I haven't done LSD.
1: Is that because... Are you saying that because you don't want to share on here?
0: Well... If if you don't feel no, comfortable, I, 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 I will haven't. edit this out. I haven't. I, I haven't. will I will delete you this. You will. Okay. I will delete you will. this
1: if you don't want to talk about this. Oh,
0: that's all right. Yeah. I've never taken LSD. So there. Okay. Yeah, okay. i have said it. And I've
1: That's the That's it. the actual, that's that's an the actual truth. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, that answers that. That clears that up. Yeah. yeah. That means we can't talk about it. Why? We're going to have a conversation about it. Because I haven't taken it. Well, yeah.
0: Right. But
1: that's all right. It's fine. Maybe we can do an episode. Oh, I just farted. It's really stinky. Oh, God. Sorry, listeners. I hope you don't smell that, man. Oof. Do you, ever have, do you ever have really stinky farts? Like, really, like, I'm talking, I'm talking, you know when you go to a highway truck stop and it's a long drop? Yeah. And someone's left it open? Yeah. And you open the door. Yeah. And then, bang, right in the nose. Yeah. I'm talking that sort of level of fart.
0: Uh, Sure, yeah. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Can you give me a scientific... Breakdown of what goes on?
1: Yeah, or like how to avoid...
0: uh Stinky farts. The eternal question. How to avoid stinky farts. You can tell we're getting really profound now, can't you? Yeah. This is really when the show comes into life, comes into a, come, comes into its own, and we start talking about poopy and pee-pee and doo-doos. This is where, this is where we excel. Um, just um, embrace it. Just roll with it. Just accept that that's a part of you. Accept yourself? Accept yourself. That's your solution for stinky ass farts? Warts and all. Farts and all. Wow, man. There you go. I don't know.
1: I don't know if I can take that, man. Why? Because they're so bad.
0: And surely it's just something that you're eating, right? Who knows? It could be, yeah. could be a bacteria. You know, bacteria might not be uh, optimized in your gut. Can be a disbalance in bacteria, um, but yeah, I've gone through phases of uh, yeah, overpoweringly odorous. Who's your favourite comedian? Flatulence. Uh, Tim Heidecker. Who's that? He's. We'll check him out. He's uh, one of the co-creators of Tim and Eric. Great job. Awesome show. Great job. And Is it uh, crude humour. Some of it's crude, but some. But it's. It's quite varied. Some of it is crude. It's What do you think of Bill Burr? Uh I haven't really listened to any. Adam Sandler? Uh yeah, I was, you know, into the early movies like Billy Madison and Joey Diaz. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really listened to Who's your favorite comedian? Joey Diaz. You like Joey Diaz? Well, I don't really like him.
1: I just think he's so far off the planet what do you mean like the the things he said the things he says are so
0: far out that Mm -hmm. they're that they're like anecdotes are so far-fetched yeah like he tells stories about himself right about how he
1: gets locked out of his house and then he has to take a shit in the garden and then there's an explosive picture up the wall and then he gets caught in the act like like you know, this is just outrageously crazy stuff, right? And that's like that's just toilet humor, that's just crude humor, okay? And for some reason, that's that's just I just that's find that's what
0: that you funny. like, yeah. Louis CK, yeah, he's cool, yeah. Whoa. Seinfeld, sure, yeah, not really, not so much his stand up, but I like the show. Seinfeld, I think Larry Davis is a genius. Um, have you seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, I've seen all of it great show great show dan carlin or is yeah. it george carlin george carlin dan carlin's the history history know, podcast guy history buff the
1: history channel with george carlin dan oh wait carlin. dan carlin
0: hardcore history with dan carlin
1: oh man we've started with the per- impersonations well oh man who's that that's dan carlin he's here thank Hey guys how's it going no, hmm. I
0: can't. No, no. That was kind of close. I'm not even going to try. That's kind of close. That's so bad. We Can you do any impressions? Nah, nah, no. Nah, no. Surely you can. Nah, come on. Come on. Well, we've come this don't far. Don't be shy. We've come this far. Okay, we don't want to fucking ruin it by turning into a... An impersonation contest. Yeah, bad impersonations.
1: You know who's good at impersonations? Who? Dave Goodman. I don't know who that is. He's a jazz drummer from Sydney and he sometimes does podcasts as well like he's a, he appears as a guest like music podcast
0: yeah like there'll be have you interviewed him no 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 have you, have you approached him about it
1: uh no well, well maybe i don't know it's a good that's a good idea i mean i'd like to if he yeah. if he was up for it i would definitely interview him right that's a good idea actually
0: yeah but he's really good at them he's really good at them yeah what he just knows he's got to... A-
1: I wish I could impersonate voices so that I didn't have to have guests. Right. Like if I could do my split person one like, man show. Yeah, like one man show but with guests and just mm. have my different parts of my personality yep. for different voices. I don't think I'm that you get that into of crazy. it. crazy. Robin Williams was into that, hey. That was his whole stick. What do you mm. think of John Safran? He's alright. Have you seen his stuff? Yeah, sure. I used to love his Sunday night Safran with Father Bob. Yeah it's Good stuff. That was my favorite show. That's good. That was my inspiration for this podcast. Are actually. you serious? I'm serious. Religion with a hint of journalism and well, we've got to cover. The, they cover
0: news things, right? They, yeah, they go through the the. the they're more on the journalism and, side. Yeah, they're more. You've got to yeah keep up to date with the, the happenings in the world. I think if you want to have a show like theirs. yeah,
1: I'm too. I'm too foundational. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know. It's, just read the newspaper once a day. Oh, I couldn't do that. Why not? I can't stand current affairs. They're just so shallow. Well, it's just the, it's just the, it's just oh, uh, depends on how you recount these things.
1: Okay, well, I've got this parable in my mind, which has really poisoned me since I heard it. So, I've been listening to this guy Osho and his lectures. Mm and he has this parable which comes comes to mind when i think of current affairs so oh. maybe you can dispel this poison or this misapprehension mm. that i've mm. got in my mind yeah. the parable goes like this yeah think of the ocean he says it he says it much more beautifully than me he right. can speak much more eloquently than me he's the mystic so this mm, is a I bastard so eyed, this is the bastard eyed ver- version of it Of this parable but in a nutshell it goes like this think of the ocean yeah how big it is it's pretty big how wide it is how far it is how deep it is Mm -hmm. how long it stretches from one country to another country now when you stand on the beach you can see waves coming up onto the beach but the distance between where you can see a wave starting to arise and where it breaks on the shore, compared to how much distance there is between one side of a country to another, is the difference between current events and the foundational principles of mm. life. Am I getting through with the uh, yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, sure. you want to be you want to be standing on the cliff looking out to the deepest depths of the ocean. You want to be looking at the horizon and those people that are down on the beach Mm. at the shore concerned with current affairs miss the point. Or at least that's the parable that is in my mind that is keeping me away from these mainstream media outlets.
2: And
0: I might be wrong. I might be the fake news media you're you're all into you think it's all fake news well i don't i don't I don't know what i mean that's
1: the question like what is real and that immediately gets to like what is foundational about life right yeah so i don't i don't know anything about fake news yeah 9/11 truth conspiracy theories hmm moon landing
0: illuminati controls everything yeah the bilderberg group Do you listen to Alex Jones? He's into... Alex Jones.
1: Oh, that's a good one to impersonate. Now, basically, we're on the same side. And they shut me down because I was starting to get onto something. Now, you need to make sure that... (laughs) Listen, Joe. We need to make sure that we expose this before they shut me off again. Look, you can follow this up. I've got all the leads. I can give you the reference. It's real. Just make sure that you listen to me on here because this is the first time you hear it. I'm giving you this part for free. Come on. I got
2: the documents.
1: <laughs> I got the documents. I got the references. <coughs> <clears throat> he got deplatformed. That was well. That see, that's mainstream sort of
0: shit that I know about. There you go. Or
1: well, maybe that's my internet brain coming through.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think no. I think no one can really help it. Um. So, ha- was there anything more to say there? Or? No, 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 no. i just testing your um. Your, your knowledge my internet brain yeah <laughs> got mild mild uh, mild mild case of <laughs>
1: mild internet case brain. of internet brain
0: yeah combated only by books
1: chris gc andrew lake thank you so much thank you for doing this epic fucking episode oh uh, it was my pleasure was- i'm not gonna edit any of it oh all seven and a half hours and 43 seconds is going in oh man we've really been talking that long doesn't feel like it i'll edit it down i'll edit it down to just the juicy bits yeah so man i know you've been strung out so much this is probably not the best day to
0: do this on fine maybe i need to be strung out to do to do this maybe that is maybe Maybe. this is the best state of mind for this sort of Uh, i think that could be possible um well next time let me know and i'll make sure to uh recreate the these exact conditions i'll (laughs) go out till 4 a.m i'll make sure to have a spew when i get home (laughs) and um oh man yeah
1: man thank you so much seriously
0: pleasure i know it's been a slog like i know it's looking forward to the next opportunity to To uh, record and express the brains, our brains together. Two minds think alike. That's right.
1: Fools never differ. Thank you so much. Oh, I just farted again. Okay. I really have to pierce, man. Yeah? Breaking the seal. Breaking the walrus. Man, thank you so much. That's a really stinky fart. I hope you don't smell it.
0: It's a pleasure. Seriously, man. Thank you. Thank you. thank you Thank you No, thank no, no, you No, 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 thank, thank you <laughs> Thank you No,
1: no, no, no Wait, 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 Come on. Okay, wait,
0: wait, wait. okay, okay, okay yeah.
1: thank, thank, you. thank you No, <laughs> no yeah, okay. you go, no Okay, no. Thank, thank you Thank <laughs> you Thank you Chris GC, Chris GC, Chris GC, Chris G, That's my name Oh, man, that is stinky Can
0: you smell that? Ah Thank you so much. It's uh, you've been listening to the Andrew Lake podcast. So, uh, click like and subscribe for oh, more God, for more episodes. Comment topics you want us to talk about. Comment below. Comment below. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you get? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Let's okay.